The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Here at 97.5 Glory FM, we talk about rivalries with crosstown matchups and neighborhood rivalries from one county to the next. But one of the biggest ones has to be what we call the Battle of Oakwood. Back over 35 years ago, West Hall High School was split off from Johnson, which at that time was the only school in South Hall County. Now you have West Hall, Flyer Branch, and Cherokee Bluff making up the South Hall area. But it all comes back to when West Hall was split off of Johnson and that huge rivalry between the Knights and the Spartans. For these two teams, they want to win that coveted paddle, that oar, that canoe oar that is in the trophy case of the winning team. For Coach William Morrell, looking to win it for the first time, and for Coach Carlton Montgomery at West Hall, they want to continue their dominance over Johnson High and to keep that winning paddle in their trophy case there at West Hall. Both teams looking for their first win of the season. It's from the hot gates at Spartan Field as Johnson goes up against West Hall here on 97.5 Glory FM. And the kickoff is coming up next with the broadcast of High School Football 97.5 Glory FM. And our pregame show begins now. 97.5 Glory FM. WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Welcome to the countdown to kickoff of tonight's game with the Longstreet Cafe pregame show. Let's go to the field for tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And live with the hot gates of Spartan Field at West Hall High School along with Gary Glenn, Joe Gailey, Ron Poole, and studio producer Nathan Laddie, Mike Warford with you here for another week of high school football action on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This is the Longstreet Cafe pregame show as we get ready for the kickoff of tonight's ball game, and this one is always big. Throw out the record books, guys, because it doesn't matter who's the favorite in this ball game. You never know until we kick this thing off. Yeah, you're right, Mikey. You never know what's going on. The West Hall leads the series 20-8-1, to to but uh, you never know how, how the teams are going to fare out. You know, last week uh, Johnson gave up 246 yards, and Elijah Haynes had 176 by himself for West Hall. They had over 200 as a team. Most of those did not come until the second half. So if Johnson can stop them early and find out how to counteract that and score some points in the first half, that might bode well for Coach William Morrell's team. It all comes down to who can stop who tonight, buddy. Exactly right. It's going to be a defensive battle, I hope. And that's going to be the big thing. We have seen all kind of games here. This is fourth year for Coach William Morrell. He saw from the very beginning the importance of this ball game. I heard from Coach Crawford Montgomery. He said, as a crow flies, the school is only 2.1 miles apart. And we're here on McEvero compared to the Blackshirt place with Johnson High. And everybody knows everybody here. Exactly. You know, we talked about the North Hall-White County rivalry last week when we were up at North Hall. And the Battle of Oakwood the same way. All these kids have known each other basically since birth. The parents have, except for the ones that's moved in. And now that they're going to church and going to school together in elementary, and they might pair off because of where they live. Makes a lot of difference there, Ron and Gary. It's these guys know each other, battle each other, probably just in, in some scrimmage type and, things. And there's probably can. some families involved in this on both ends. Oh, I'm sure there are. I'm sure you've got some, some fans from both sides. you probably got a, the, the house divided shirt on, yeah, on a couple yeah. of folks. Yeah. School together. Oh, yes. Like Gary said, some of the folks went to school together through the years of elementary school before they brought, especially the grandparents. 
And the big thing this ball game tonight, Gary's on the sidelines for tonight's ball game as always, is going to be how this field is affected by the heat, Gary. The turf field. Thank you said the spot already here. And we'll get with Gary here in a moment. Yeah, there we are. Now we're on, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, the sun going away makes a difference on this turf down here, guys, and uh, they very wisely decided to kick this thing off at 8 instead of 7.30. You'd say, well, 30 minutes doesn't make all that much of a difference. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes will be in the shade, which will be nice yes. up here, too. Yeah, for sure. The sun's almost behind the trees now. I think when I got in my car and cranked it up, it said temperature was still 95 degrees yep. so yep, exactly uh, you you mentioned last week of course they're both coming off losses johnson to banks county a lopsided loss 53 13 east hall over west hall and a close one 35 28 you mentioned elijah haynes and a loss for west hall he had 180 yards rushing and a touchdown sturm brett sturm the quarterback rushed for 42 and a touchdown and malik richardson the one of those stalwarts on defense had nine tackles one for a loss now let's flip it over. Let's let's talk about the Knights. They have moved running back Dimitri Moon to quarterback. Yep. Put it in his hands. He had 347 all-purpose yards, 86 yards uh, rushing, and an 88-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. But the problem was he also threw three picks, one for a pick six, but he was 10 for 94 passing. So it depends on what kind of night he's having as well. Uh, his favorite receiver right now, Nehemiah Anderson, had 45 yards, four receptions. You know, the Knights have shown some steady improvement on both sides of the ball over the last couple of seasons. You remember last year, guys, we were really rooting hard for Johnson because they were in just about every game but maybe two. And, yeah. and a couple yeah. of those losses were by one and two points. Mm -hmm. So they had a chance to break that skid, which, by the way, now has reached 33 games. Mm -hmm. They won the last game of the season last, last year. Didn't they win that last game last year? No. They were 0-10. They, they, okay. they, they lost the last one in a heartbreaker down at the end. It was That's what it was. Okay, points. got you. Yeah, yeah. So now 33. When you got a new quarterback in there, fellas, are you, you know, when you throw three picks in one game, is are you telegraphing your passes or is it just it's just going to take some time? Well, he's new. Yeah. I think it's just because he's new. I mean, you know, he, he's got to get in finding those passes, Gary, find those guys open and find the openings in there. And I think that newness now he's had a week to practice and albeit in the morning when it's a little cooler, but I think he'll be in better shape tonight. Yeah. Uh, we, we got much more to talk with Gary, Ron, and Joe here in our Lone Street Cafe pregame show. We'll continue here live from the hot gates of Spartanville. We're back in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM. Oh, give me an in. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. What you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue the way you live your life has changed you have new priorities new technology new opportunities jackson emc has created the ideal home for you one that reflects your new lifestyle it's called right choice homes every right choice home is guaranteed to be energy efficient comfortable and receives our lowest energy rate right choice homes energy efficient guaranteed only from Jackson EMC. Now, back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. And we're back here at the high gates at Spartan Field. Joe, Ron, Gary, Mike with you here. Back at our studios producing the game as always, Nathan Laddie, as we'll bring you up-to-date details of high school football all across the listening area. Now, Joe's going to give us an extra case. We're talking about the wet bulb and what's going to happen tonight when it comes to breaks. We're going to see, I think, a lot of hydration breaks tonight, Joseph. Yeah, if it's uh, if it's the, if the wet bulb registers 87 degrees between 87 and 90, they'll take a break every um, six minutes. If they if it goes to um, uh, 90 or above on the wet bulb, they'll take one every four minutes, it's and they'll take a three-minute break. So with that three-minute break, you know, it gives them time to be hydrated, not hopefully not cramp up, but get enough fluids in them to where that if, if they won't get a cramp or anything. And that's the biggest thing right there. Ryan Phillips is over here. He's trying to to, to uh, battle with me in the out the loud hey, we yeah. tonight. Well, he's trying to people at Johnson High here doing, <laughs> doing a pretty good job of it. Too. There he is. He always does for sure. Well, I was going to say, you know, we were talking about offense and defense a while ago. I was talking to a good friend of mine, John Thomas, uh, who is down here. Uh, Thompson, excuse me, that was down here coaching the second year, coaching the offensive line. And he said last week, and Mike and I had talked about it. Uh, he talked to Coach Montgomery. He said that he had four linemen out last week. Well, though he had to piecemeal some linemen in there, he put, pulled a running back up to a lineman position. He brought another guy up, a receiver guy over, moved him to the center position, and moved him around to piecemeal it. And then Elijah Haynes just went crazy there in the second half, Gary. And those linemen really filled out. He said he taught them the whole whole book, if you will, of how to do everything and on the snap count and everything. And they did really well the second half. But those four linemen are back tonight, even though two of them are bad out of shape, he said. So we'll have to see if that uh, bothers West Hall at all tonight. Well, they had a lot of people hurt like you had and had their monkey with the lineup. Like, hey, put, put one of the running backs playing center. Yep. I mean, when's the last time that happened? Exactly. And I, I, I think the line's going to be a real key tonight. You know, and, and Johnson came into this season with a lot of questions on the line, particularly on the defensive line. I think for Johnson to win this game tonight, that line's really going to have to step up. Last year, of course, West Hall won the game 23-7 at Johnson. Uh, and Westall still, as you said, kind of beat up, banged up, still not at full strength. Really young last year, Westall. I mean, really young. Yeah. But, you know, Sturm still was a 1,000-yard passer. Exactly, a 1,000-yard yeah, passer. As a freshman. As a freshman, exactly. And, and, Moon for, uh, and Moon for Johnson had almost 800 yards rushing. So Coach William Morrell said that he, he wants to put the ball in the hands of the man who can do a lot and put it in there more often. So that's one of the reasons they moved yeah. him to quarterback. Yeah, so he'll just take it from the snap. My seal, my seal, the, 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 the wildcat, 
but in there it might be the wild dragon if it's for Johnson, right? But, but with them, what you got though is that modified wing, single wing. Single so wing. So the quarterback's yeah. going to do a lot in that formation, right, Gary? Yeah. It, yeah, and I mean that's the whole idea about the single wing. You know, it's a direct snap to whoever's going to get yeah. the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, whoever needs to get the ball. It's like what we used to see in the, you know, what they used to play in the 40s all the time. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever watched any old film, that, that'll be about what Johnson looks like tonight, some old old 40s-style football. If you, you know, and if you can run that well, I mean, and know what you're doing, it bamboozles the defense. Oh, yeah. I remember one year we were playing at Jefferson, and uh, this was a really good Jefferson football team. They only lost one game all year long. But those are the days, guys, when you had to you know, win the region to go on the playoffs. It didn't matter if you went 9-1. and one. And sometimes you stayed home, and that team did because we played Washington Wilkes. They ran the single wing, and we hadn't had a clue how to stop that thing yet. Well, and, and I think I think the defensive ends and the linebackers are going to be so important for West Hall on defense tonight. Don't you think, Ron, because of that single oh, yeah. wing offense? Well, you, you do, it puts a lot of pressure on your defensive ends and your linebackers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's going to make a lot of difference. If the interior linemen can hold their spots and make them go to the outside, maybe that will help the, with the cornerbacks coming up or even the safeties uh, covering anything. Now, if anybody out there has ever seen anybody run the Notre Dame box, that's very similar to that. Because uh, Carrollton ran that for years, and I, I still have nightmares about trying to stop that. Because you never knew who had the ball, and I'll never forget at halftime, our defensive coordinator said, guys, we got a new game plan. <laughs> well, the big thing Pack for West Hall is, is to see what they can do offensively. You mentioned right on point there, Joe, what they did in the second half last week. They're going to try to, to replicate that from the very beginning tonight. Exactly. And they got both teams need to start out and, and have, I think, Gary, I think they need to have some long time consuming drives. Both offenses do. I think so, and I don't think you can – if you see a lot of turnovers in this game, I think that's going to go in favor of the Spartans here. They're at home. They'll get the momentum behind them. And Johnson has got to discover how to win again. Yep, I mean, exactly. that, they, you've yeah. lost 33 in a row, and last year they came close, you know, but – but I guarantee you right now, William Harrell tell you, we're over moral victories. Oh, absolutely. You, you, you got to get, you got to get one in the W. You got yeah, to get a real one. Yeah, you got you to get a real one instead of those. But Gary, but, I mean, it's, just, it's crushing to lose games by one and two points when you come in that close. But that's that's what happens when you're in a 33 game slide. Exactly. But at the same same time, Gary, is that we go to Jason Rockmore when he talked about getting these guys playing time. We're gonna take another time out during the Long Street Cafe pregame show to play of the national anthem. We're back in two. Here on 97.5, Glory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe, what you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932. And see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. 
But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Welcome back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Yeah, we're counting down to kickoff in a nice ball game. We just heard from the band of Silver with the playing in the National Anthem. There's always great two guys. They always get these two bands together at some time during this evening, too. They, they've always done that. That's always a big thing. We've got already scores in the Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. First quarter play at Daresville on top of Cherokee Bluff, 7-0. It's Lambert leading Dawson County 7-3 in the first quarter over in Dawsonville games that started at 7.30. Our kick will be at the top of the hour, 8, 8 o'clock, as we continue to count down to kickoff. Gary will have the captains out there in just a few moments. So we'll flip the coin and see who will win the ball to start things off this evening. And that may be the big thing, too, is get the ball first tonight. Yep, it may be a big thing there, Ron, and get, if you get yeah. the ball first and get that long try, drive out And of try way. to get a momentum going. Sure. But I, I would say both of these teams, or I, I, I would think they would probably defer they want to get the, get things started in the second half. Yep, yep. A lot. Well, they're, they're hungry. You know, the one game that West Hall won last year was this one. Yeah. They went 1-9, and nine, mm-hmm. Johnson went 0-10. So these yeah. teams are hungry for a win. They both opened the season with a loss. Yep. West yep. Hall was pretty close. It was by a touchdown and an yeah, extra but they, point. Yeah, they came back. They were down a little bit and then had to, and came back and made it a, a one-score game. But I think early on they were down a little bit. Well, and Johnson, though, was just out of it from the get-go. Well, yeah. Banks County started out like that last year. They, they clobbered everybody early on last year. The first, I think they were 5-0. and oh. Everybody in the communities fired up. Their stands are full, and all of a sudden, they went like 1-4 the rest of the season and finished up either 6-4 and or 5-5 yeah. and five in, yeah, in the that region. Re, that region that region's tough. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But also, look at, of course, West Hall's getting ready with non-region action to get them ready for the start of region play mm-hmm. is they'll play four non-region games and six games in region seven triple eight while of course johnson playing another non-region schedule well and that's wise for johnson you got to you got to discover how, to, how yeah. to win again before you jump into something competitive like the region that they would be playing in normally i mean you it does you no good does your program no good does your kids no good good yeah, yeah. Your brain speed in every week yeah you know, because they, they would be in a brutal region <laughs> but gary the thing that concerns me is the depth for both these things especially for johnson talking with coach william morrell getting ready for the nice ball game of game plan he was saying yeah our numbers are up mike we got 40 something players he said but a lot of them we had to recruit in the halls since school got started yeah and they're having he's actually had to teach them football well, so, Gary, you know you got to have a little bit of football IQ to be able to be competitive. Well, that's true. And, and you know, but you know you got good athletes at Johnson. I mean, they just won the National Boys Soccer Championship. And, I mean, that's a different kind of football. But, you know, you, athlete, an athlete's an athlete. Yeah, and, you, and they're used to running. And if they can, you know, 
They used to run it up and down this field. Well, back. But get, it's a lot different, though, Gary. Well, it is. It is. It's a lot different than even 20 years ago when I was coaching for Johnson. Coach Armstrong had discovered the secret of recruiting some of those soccer players out for the football team. You know, they made the playoffs three straight years, but since the Blair Armstrong days, the wins have been few and far between for the Knights. Oh, well, wait for the captains to come out of the field. Jump back in the starting lineups. Yep, we got it for West Hall, the Spartans, Coach Crofton Montgomery. On the offensive line tonight, the tackles are Connor Bailey and Cam Rojas. The guards are Chance Armour and Bryce Reed in the center, Titreus Statham. The receivers, you have an ex-receiver, Nassar Elu, Riley Packard at the H receiver, Daniel Altamirano is the wide receiver. The Z receiver is Marcus Pugh. The quarterback, as I said earlier, is the sophomore, Brett Sturm. Running back, Elijah Haynes, who wound up with uh, over 200 yards last year, last week, 174 there in the second half. Uh, that's Elijah Haynes. He'll have Malik Richardson and Matt Hale back there with him also. Defensively for the Johnson Knights, on the, they'll run a 4-2-5, 4-2-4, and they'll have Eric Alvarado at a defensive end, Kavon Shade at a defensive end, Guillermo Rosales at a defensive tackle, Brian Rivas at a defensive tackle, the linebackers, two of those, Edgar Vasquez and Julian Gomez. The cornerbacks are Nehemiah Anderson and Linus Griffith. The safeties, Trey Kuget and Christian Lemos. Those are the safeties on the defense. For the offense, for Johnson, Coach William Harrell's offense on the line. Tackles Emmanuel Esparza, Brian Romero. Yep, he's a guard. Another guard, Guillermo Rosales at center. Johan Arroyo. Justin Yanez is the other tackle. The one wide receiver is Nehemiah Anderson. Dimitri Moon is their quarterback. Their fullback, they'll have three guys back there, one in the slot, a fullback and a running back. The fullback is Christian Limos. Julian Gomez is a running back, and Trey Kugat is the slot man back there. Then they'll run a 4-3-4 on defense. You'll have a defensive end of Riley Packard, another defensive end of Matt Hale, the two defensive tackles, Aiden Rainey and Shelton Maynard. Linebackers are Zach Wagner, Malik Richardson, Tyson Shipper. Then you have Wyatt Yondale as a cornerback and Marcus Pugh at a cornerback. Kevon Allen as a free safety and the strong safety is Nick Davidson for the West Hall defense. I hope we get close again. The captain's out in the field to flip the coin. They, they're down in the corner on one end and West Hall's hadn't come out yet. Yeah, so. they still, still ain't come out the tunnel yet. We're still seven and a half minutes from kickoff and the Officials haven't really lined up yet to, to get them ready. Speaking of officials, referee again is Bo Hairston. Johnny Vickers, the veteran umpire. Headline judge is Keith Delahousse. Line judge is Darimus, is John Heath. The field judge is Darimus Glasper. Side judge, Jeff Goss. Electric clock operator, Tyler Hobby. And the play clock operator, Rohan Shahani. I figured, guys, between us and, and uh, Johnny Vickers, we've probably got about 200 years of watching high school sports <laughs> yeah. between us. There's you know, a, there's a well, couple of us. Hey, Gary, how tall is Bo Harrison? He's not a short guy. Well, I, I told him last year, and I, I mean last week, and I think you you heard him say that I come up to about his solar plexus. He looks like he goes about a good <laughs> six, six four five, maybe six six. He's he's with the tallest out there for a while. He's he's a little, he's not maybe not quite as as uh, beefy as Crofton Montgomery, but he's taller. So when you say somebody's bigger than Crofton Montgomery, the West Hall football coach, yeah, you're yeah. saying something. <laughs> yeah. Gary, you mentioned the officials. That's good. They're going to play a part in this ball game because you got a team like Johnson who's trying to, to win a ball game, 
and you saw the mistakes that West Hawk made last week. Who's going to hurt themselves with key penalties in the ball game? And then it also comes to turnovers now that react to those turnovers. Yeah, and last week, guys, refresh my memory, I think it was a pretty clean ball game as, as far as the officials. We didn't we didn't have anything yeah. we disagreed with on that. There was, no. one, there was one kind of a weird play that we were wondering about, right. but that was about it for the whole game. So uh, I think this crew has worked together now for – uh, a game here in this season, I think they're just going to get better just like everybody else does mm-hmm. as the season goes along. And they like to keep the crews together as best as possible. I know last week they had a couple of fill-ins with guys that were sick or out of town or whatever, and so uh, the same about the, the main crew of the, of, the, of the seven of them or eight of them are back tonight. There's six on the field, two up here, one on the electric clock, one on the play clock. And, well, we uh, also had the Corky Kell thing going on that's true. last week you know, with early stuff, games and yeah. late games and games all over the, all over the place, and so – and just like every other thing that's involving high school athletics now, there's a shortage of officials and umpires yep. and all those kind of people. So sometimes you've got to work around their schedule if you yeah, want to have anybody call the game. There's, there's only three home games here in Hall County. Now, that's got to help, I think, from yeah. that standpoint. There's this game, Cherokee Bluff, and also Lakeview Academy, the three home games here in Hall County being played tonight. And we have the three teams that are off this week with Chesson T. North on Esau. That also helps. Southwest Georgia was, was slammed last night because I noticed that Columbus and two or three other schools down in that area uh, wound up playing last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking at the scoreboard early this morning. Yeah, so and three, then, and Atlanta down. always has yep. Thursday night games. They probably had probably eight or ten games last uh, night in yep. the Atlanta area. Well, I, had a, so. I had a little bit of deja vu yesterday. I was carrying my grandsons to football practice over at Buford. And as we were getting ready to get out of the car, and one of them has to go to one field, one of them has to go to the other because they play at different age groups. Lo and behold, the JV game was going to involve Jefferson and Buford. It, it felt so funny to be standing there watching the Dragons get off a bus getting ready to play. I'm That's not sure funny. they got that game in because uh, we had a short practice yesterday because the uh, lightning siren went off. I, I heard that some lightning went off and some teams uh, had to cancel stuff early yesterday with the lightning. They had a big storm came down, basically started up in Rabin County and just came right down the side of the this side of the mountains there and came out of White County and the Claremont area down through Lula and south. And right, there's a 5 o'clock now. hour, Joe. We had yep. power outages up there in the yep. North Hall County, Claremont, and Murrayville mm-hmm. area from that standpoint. Oh, they, had the, here they had the eighth grade middle school games were postponed until October the 12th because yeah, of the heat. heat. Well, they yeah, didn't heat. play the JV games last night. Right. Yeah, what they, what they could get in. I'm telling you, boy, when that siren went off, though, those kids left that field. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they knew what that meant. No, <laughs> it was not even a question. They just bolted off. They've of trained field. them well. That's good. Yeah, they did. That's good. I think we're about ready. Uh, yeah, they went down to the end zone to walk up so they could be in sync. But West Hall got gray uniforms on tonight with dark blue numbers. That's going to be fun to try to track down. Yeah, really. Not as bad, well, as, it, not not as, bad as it could be. Yeah. And, and uh, Johnson, of course, they've, they've got pale blue and on white. So, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm down here. So Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll need you. I got, <laughs> my, sure. I got my distance glasses on, too, so I'm good. <laughs> You've got for uh, West Hall, you've got number 67, Bryce Reed is a captain. Number 44 is Riley Packard is a captain. Number nine, Matt Hale is a captain in 14, which is Brett Sturm is a captain. Then for Johnson, you've got uh, captains for tonight's ball game. First for the Johnson Knights, number five. Yeah, waiting for Brian Day. Grayson Higgins, Julian Gomez, Loth Mobota, Demetric Newberry. Those are the captains for Lord Johnson West tonight. Let Ryan holler at us. <laughs> number 14, Brett Sturm. Anything that you let me know, all right? Take a look, you guys.
Congratulations, guys. My name is Bo Hash. That's Mr. Johnny Vickers. In the middle all night. You guys are the captain, right? So do you. Yo. What I tell you, I want you to tell your teammates. Understood? Yes, sir. Play with your pads, not with your mouth. Understood? Yes, sir. We're here to have fun. Yes, sir. If you get up off the ground, off the player's head, push off the ground, okay? You guys ready? Yes, sir. Big game, right? A lot of emotions, but we still got a game to play. All right? You the visitors? That's head. And it's head. You win the talk. We want it. Oh, but it's tall. Won the toss. How about that, they took it. They took it, huh? And it was it was very very quick. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even a question. So obviously he was ball. told. All right. So coming up next, we'll kick things off. As you're tuned to Friday Night Football in North George. We're back after this. Give me an L. Give me an O. Give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. What you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need a stay at cheer house, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We love North Georgia. Working here, living here, and eating here. We have fresh, delicious, and unique goodies made right here locally. Our provision section continues to grow as we're featuring local foods, rubs, spices, and mixes. Everything you need for all your get-togethers. Wow, that's a fancy way to say really good tailgating treats. And you'll also use them for hostess gifts, charcuterie boards, anything you're looking for, something unique and delicious. Stop by and see our mouthwatering provisions at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Hi, everybody. Gary Glenn here along with lead pastor at McKeever Road United Methodist Church, Tyler Jackson. And Tyler, what excites you about being part of the community? We enjoy finding new ways to love and support our community from engaging with local schools to supporting children and families in need, as well as partnering with other local organizations so that we can do more good together. We love any and every opportunity to make the love of Jesus real to everyone. You can learn more at McEverUMC.org. Celebrating 25 years of broadcasting the excitement of local high school football, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, and McEver Road Church. It's time for the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Let's go! 
one team will get a victory tonight and also get a chance to take home the Covenant paddle to put back in the trophy case. It is the Battle of Oakwood as Johnson takes on West Hall. Time to kick off with the play-by-play story. Here's Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. Get the picture, folks. Johnson all in white, white tops, white bottoms, Columbia blue numbers, and trim on the pants. West Hall all in gray except for the helmets that are navy blue with navy blue without lined in white. Here comes the kick from Johnson and from the 40 high end over in kick. Malik Richardson back in the end zone will take it as it falls in and out of his hands, but it'll be a touchback, and West Hall will have it on their own 20-yard line to start the first possession. Well, one thing you would expect with that great soccer program that Johnson has is a good kicking game. Yeah, Joe Sanchez hit that one 62 yards, 63 yards. With plenty of height. Plenty of height. So if it wasn't as... As deep, he uh, had to, well, the defense could get down there on him. So back there, you got Brett Sturm, quarterback, umpire, referee's already talking to everybody, making sure they got all their pads covered and all that stuff. Sturm back there, and you've got Elijah Haynes. You've got four wideouts, Alou, Packard, Altamirano, and Pugh spread out. you got one on one side, two on the other. One's kind of at an end or a slot position. Sturm rolls out to this side. Looks got a man wide open at the 28. Hit from behind, knocked down to the 30. Close to a first down, maybe a little short. Nassar Elou caught that one, and it'll be down into 30. It'll be a first down. Yeah, they mark it right at the 30. First first down of the game and of the night. Christian Lemos, a senior linebacker, 5'7", Nailed him from behind. Chance Armour is a guard. Big old boy down there, Gary, on this near side. The left side for West Hall. Sturm sends a man in motion. That's Pew. They're going to run it. Give it to Haynes. Haynes in the 40. 42, 43 being drove out of bounds around the 44-yard line. He got a first down. Nice run that time. A good spin move right yeah. there at the point of attack. Somebody got their hands on him. He spun out of that. And he had nothing but grass in front of him for about another 10 yards. Two first. He followed the block of Chance Armour, who, who, who is just a just a tiny guy. At, Six two three forty. I know he's a big old boy, that's for sure. Center next to him is Titrez Statham. Not a small young man of his left. On the other side is Bryce Reed. That's two quick first downs for the Spartans. One setback. Yeah. One guy in motion coming at us this time. They're going to give off to Haynes again. Haynes stutter steps. 50, 45, 40. Still running, gets down to the 31-yard line of Johnson High. Wow. Another big hole that time that the Spartans blew open. And, again, they they got a couple of arms on him, but not enough to slow him down. Grayson Higgins finally grabbed him around the ankles, and a couple of the other Knights finished him off. But, yeah, he did a good job, broken field running, picking his his way through that hole. And he bounced off a couple of guys in there. Got good, good leg and upper body strength by Elijah out there. Single setback. Different guy this time. Stern back to pass, looking deep. Thorny got a guy open down there. Touchdown, Spartans, right off the top. Looks like it's going to be Marcus Pugh. They caught that one down in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, it is, number five. Number five. A long 31-yard touchdown pass from Stern. He just led him very well, guys, down into the corner. Was that four or five plays? Four. Four plays. Wow. Quick. Yeah, and only took a minute and 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. 120 off the clock. They'll go for the extra point. The holder will be Marcus Pugh. The kicker will be Avila, I do believe. It's up 
And if the soccer-style kicker makes it good, it's 7-0 Spartans with 10.40 left in the first. And we're back in one minute with more play-by-play coverage on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue well we had the, the kickoff but evidently we had a flag somebody was off size for west hall so it's going to come back they'll back up five yards and do it all again avila is the kicker for west hall you've got dimitri moon and it looks like uh model back there to receive the kick for johnson they'll move up five yards up to about the five yeah, you have two guys that were ahead of the ball. Mm-hmm. And, we uh, saw they had that once last week at North Hall with them in White County. Saw that one time. Don't see it a lot, but you'll see it every now, especially early in the season. If you cross the 40 before the kicker kicks the ball, you'll get a penalty. Yep. And that's what happened. Avila. And that's one of those early season things. Yeah, Avila showed a strong leg. It wasn't really high. It was punched through the uprights. Let's see what he can do on a kickoff now. Avila at the 35. Tolmey's letter deep is going to go into the end zone on the two yards. So that's a 67-yard kick. Nobody back there, so it'll be a touchback. It'll come out to the 20-yard line. First and 10 for the Johnson Knights. Good, strong leg. I guess that answered that question. I started to say it answered your question pretty quick, didn't it? It did. For sure. Demetri Moon will be the quarterback. You have Christian Lemos, Julian Gomez, and Trey Kuget. We'll be back there now. We're are we having a water break, or are they just going into the semi huddle before they come out? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing. Semi huddle. I call it semi huddle because they're brutal quick. Come out, make sure they got the play down their first time. Four plays, 80 yards. West Hall went down, basically with no interference, and went down and scored yeah, the first touchdown of the game. Play clocks are not on right now. They are not. I see that. Snap the moon. Here it is. Hands off immediately to the running back. That's going to be Lemos. Lemos gets about eight or nine up to the 29. He's knocked down Julian from behind. No, that's Julian Gomez. Gomez. Excuse me. Gomez yeah. with the carry. Well, you got know, nine yards. Excuse me, uh, Joe. They had uh, they got a good push off that line that time. They're, they've got a pretty good set of size line, too. Yeah. Shelton Maynard, another one of those big down on lineman for West Hall. Came across from his side and made the play on the other side. Moon's got a scamper out this side. He's looking, he's looking, he's directing traffic and he'll be run out of bounds at the 30-yard line. He got he, the first down, I believe. Yeah, he was, uh, he was really close and uh, he ran out of real estate on this side. He was looking for a man deep. That was Nehemiah Anderson that was deep on that side. He had Trey Kuget that was also there kind of stacked on top of each other receiver on this side. One guy went short, one guy went long. It'll be a first down, first 
down of the night for the Johnson Knights at the 30. Just got it. Just got it at the 30. Yes, sir, he did. Receivers in tight. Moon will take it himself. Comes over this side. Got hit at the point of attack. Got about two yards out of it. Just campers out of bounds. Got to run out of bounds over on this side. Well, you know, he's their athlete. and he's, They just wanted to get it in his hands and let him do his thing. Good job by Riley Packard. It looked like that time. And maybe Tyson Shipper. Joel, an update on the scoreboard. It is now 14-7 Flyer Branch over St. Pius. Six minutes ago in the first half. Wow, all right. Go, go uh, Falcons. Falcons. Uh, Moon went to the short side of the field that time, and West Hall did a good job him out and holding yeah, him they, only they, two yards. Yeah, they hemmed him up pretty good. Anderson out wide to the far side, one guy in motion. They're going to pitch it out to that one man in motion. That was uh, looked to be number 18. Is that 18 or 12? 10. 10. Ten. All right, that was Linus Griffith. Linus Griffith, Griffith. He comes in on a receiver, and he's in motion, Blacker. pitched to him. And he got about two more yards. It's going to be third down and about six, maybe six and a half. Yeah, Zach Wagner, who was a pretty good linebacker as a freshman last year, made him numbers to numbers. I think he's the AD son, if I'm not mistaken. He is. Yep. Third down and six for Johnson. Looking to get something, get another first down right there. A couple receivers on this side. You got Anderson Cougat. One set back right beside the quarterback, Moon. Moon. Takes the snap, looks, throws it over this way. Almost intercepted, but knocked out of the hands of yeah. the intended receiver right there. You had two receivers there in the same area, and I don't, I'm not sure that was the part of the plan. You don't normally do that. Oh, yeah. and it was off of his fingertips. Uh, it was that was one of those decisions that might have led to those three interceptions last week. Yeah. Well, he had two guys right there on top. You had Griffith and you had Anderson right there on top. I think he was trying for Anderson. The two defensive guys for West Hall came up there nicely. Pugh was one of them and got up there and helped tip it yep. and yeah. uh, keep him from getting a good read on it. Well, yeah, man for man, but it's fourth down. They got a punt. Yeah, if he, if he had caught it, I don't think he gets the first down because there's too many Spartans around it. Back deep for... West Hall at their own 29, a short punt. Going to come down, hit at the 34 and bounce. He'll leave it alone. It'll go inside the 20 all the way down inside the 15, down to almost the 14. The 14 and a half is where West Hall will start their second possession. Yeah, that looked great on paper. Yeah, it will, uh, those, those that hit and roll will give you an extra 10 or 15 and, and, yards. That, that average goes up. About a 52 net. Yeah, and the artificial surface helps that. Unless you hit it and it bounces backwards, you're in pretty good yeah, shape. <laughs> but he, he kicked that one low, so it really didn't have a chance to bounce backwards. Boys, it was hot when we got up here. We got a little breeze going on now. The sun's gone down. It's actually kind of comfortable. Oh, yeah. It's uh, made it's a still, big difference. Noah's still hot down there with the guys on the field. Sturm in the shotgun. Hayes back there behind him. Three wideouts, one to the far side, two to the near. Sturm looking to pass. Threw it right over the top, complete on the far side over there. Runs out of bounds right close to the first down marker. Let's see, was that? Uh, Joe, he's three for three so far. And, Gary, he yeah. looks a lot more confident this year compared to last year. Daniel well, that's what do for you from a freshman to a sophomore. But, but as I said in the pregame, don't forget this kid was an 1,100-yard passer last year. Yep. That's close to it. Daniel Altamirano caught that one. Had to go a little high on his tiptoes, but caught it, brought it down. Got... Uh, Enough for the first down, out to the 25. Sturm takes the snap, looks, looking long. He's got a man open right there. That is Pew, Pew drops it in and out of his hands. He was open right there at the 40. Yeah, and he'd have six if he hangs on. Yes, sir, I do believe. 
And this will be the first time tonight West Hall has snapped with the second down. We got a penalty on the play, on the play right there at the 31-yard line. Yeah. Might be a hold, it looks like. Yeah, I was going to say, that's usually about what that would indicate. Or an alignment went too far downfield. Yeah, that might, might be the putt. He might have let. We'll see what Johnson does. I never saw a technical sign that they're backing up from the line of scrimmage, which was the 25 of holding. That's what's going to be called on West Hall. Is the penalty yeah. against the Spartans. So they're going to take the penalty and not the down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll still have a first down. It'll be first down, but it'll be first and 20 now. Back from at the 15, the 15. Almost back where they started this series of this uh, Yep, because they were at the 14. This possession, yeah. Minus got 11. At so the 15. First and 20. First and 15. Spartans, Spartans have the football. Two wide outs on the near side, one on the far side. Nevertheless, it was a defensive breakdown. He was open behind the secondary. Sturm takes the snap. Gives off to Haynes in the middle. Bounces off a guy out to the 15, the 20. One guy hits him, 25, 30, and runs out of bounds around the 32-yard line. Wow. Do you see that power right there yeah, on the yeah, 25? He, he just ran yeah, over the You could hear that oh, one. I'm sure you could hear that one on your radio. Yeah, he ran over Nehemiah Anderson and as Julian Gomez, the one that finally wrestled him down. But, yeah, he just lowered his head and hit him with his – now, you can't hit him helmet to helmet. You're not supposed to do that, but he – Ricocheted off of him. Uh, Anderson just kept on going. Yeah, Gary, we heard those pads pop off from your mic down there. Sure They're right did. in front of you. That's, that was, uh, that's the advantage of having Gary on the sideline. And, and as long as he's out of the way, you can get all the action up close you, and personal. Yes, did you see me start to move as quick as he came <laughs> he's towards the sideline? Yeah. Sturm in the shotgun. Two wide outs to the far side this time. He's looking for one of those guys. Plenty of time. Now he rolls to this side, throws one right over the top, but it's out of bounds. He threw it over the top of his intended receiver that time, intended for Aiden Rainey. Rainey, I think, had already stepped out of bounds. Well, he, he, was, just, he was just trying to, to get rid of that one and live to play another down. Yep. That was, that was third and five. Yeah. Third down and five, balls at the, well, about third and four. Third between four, the 30 yeah. and 30 and 31. Yeah, they got the nose of the footballs touching the hash mark on the 31. Yeah. On the left side hash mark, guys. And so. And, and both these teams playing basically a four to five man front mm -hmm. on the defense. So they're, they're playing the run more than they are the pass right now, but Sturm's making them pay for that in a lot of ways. Three wide outs, one in slot. Haynes in the backfield. Haynes takes it, goes around the far side, trying to break loose. He does for one guy. The other guy gonna hold on, he gets the first down. He's down to the 40, almost first down. He spun and spun and finally got down to the 39 yard line. Yeah, and he carried some people with him. They, they, they owe him a cab, they owe him a fare for the cab ride. For sure. Johnson is good on the initial list. They just can't hang on. Yeah, West Hall's doing a good job of twisting away from the would-be tacklers and picking up additional yardage and yet another first down for the Spartans. That's well, one of those stats where you got to love, Gary. I love the third down conversion. Yeah, Hayes is really good at, at, at uh, a spin move and making people miss. Hayes out. Looks like Malik Richardson in the game now at the tailback position. He's in motion, splits out to the wide side. Sturm rolling this way, a little bit of pressure, throws it to a guy right in the middle, complete down to the 45-yard line, complete to that man number, number two. Number two. And number two is going to be Kevon Allen. Allen caught it and had a guy kind of wrapping him up there, Gary, and he was able to keep control of the football and get about uh, almost six yards out of it. Allen, one of the seniors on this team. Yeah, I remember him from last year. Second down four from the 45-yard line of West Hall. 6.38 left here in the first quarter. West Hall leads it seven to nothing. 
here at the Hot Gates at Spartan Field this evening. Well named. If it is tonight for sure, hand off to Richardson. Richardson comes around this side to the 50. The 45 tries to get by a guy, tiptoes around, steps out of bounds at the 39-yard line. He hit one guy, looked like on the end right there. It was uh, Tate Kuget, and hit him about the 44 and still spun and got about four or five more yards down to the 39-yard line. Yeah, West Hall has done an impressive job on their two drives so far, men. They have. Mixing up the run and the pass. 16 yards West Hall. That's six first downs for the night. 16-yard pickup on the run by Richardson. He's still in the game now. Pretty stout combo from the running back, what we've seen so far between Hayes coming in early and now Richardson right there for sure. Three wideouts, two on the far side, one guy in a slot. Sturm rolls out to the far side, being chased. Throws it right in the middle, complete. Wide open is the man for the first down at the 26-yard line. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Daniel Altamonrano, second Cougar catch of the, the night. For the Knights. The second fairly long one. He got about 14 yards on Reception that. Got down to the, down to the 26. Another first down. first down. Seven first downs now. I think I heard Mike say six a minute ago. It's F7 now. Correct. Sturm in the backfield. In the shotgun. Takes the snap. Guys chasing this time and lobs it over the top, gets it over there to Allen. Allen breaks a tackle at the 20, 15, 10, 5. And will he make it? Touchdown. Spartans barely got across. Two guys hanging on at the one. He fell into the end zone for the touchdown. On the screen. Touchdown. Yep. And, and Johnson bit into what they, the screen. They, they did exactly what you want them to do is come after the quarterback and and then they can't reverse field and, and catch up with the play. Two of those big linemen, Rosales and Alvarado, came in and were, chose, and were wide open in there and had the opening to him, but the screen was beautifully drawn up and got it over the top to Allen. Allen was able to get down there. The extra point by Avila is up and is good. 14 nothing with 5.43 on the clock. And we're back at Wood Billboard High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Are you thinking about buying or building a new home? There are several really good reasons you should make it an energy-efficient right-choice home from Jackson EMC, including energy savings backed by two warranties, quality control built right into the home, and added value for the life of the home. It's all part of Jackson EMC's promise to provide the highest levels of comfort and energy efficiency. That's why a right-choice home is the best choice for you, only from Jackson EMC. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Another eight-play scoring drive for West Hall. Second touchdown pass for Sturm, Joe. Yeah, 14 plays, uh, eight or uh, 12 plays. It's an eight-play and a four-play. 12 plays and two touchdowns, two uh, pretty impressive drives that for was, West Hall. Yeah, that one was 85 yards. 85, yeah, because they had that penalty on the first play right there. Brought it back because it was 85 yards. 80 on the first one, 85 on that one. They've got the water break going on right now, so it must be above the 87 mark yeah, on the wet it, bulb. And we're, yeah, we're halfway through the... Yeah, six-minute break, so yeah. they're doing it as close as they can. That's what they're doing right now, taking that extra two mm -hmm. or three minutes. So kind of gets us back where we're not 
trying to play catch up with everybody. Well, give me a chance to give you the Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard here in the first quarter. Right before halftime, White County is on top of Habersham Central at the new turf field up in Cleveland, Joe. 7-0 right now. The Warriors on top of the Raiders right before halftime. In the second quarter down in Atlanta is Fly Branch 14, St. Pius 7 over at Tiger Town at Dawson County at Tiger Stadium. It is 7-5 in favor of Lambert over Dawson County. Avila kicks that one almost right between the uprights, and it'll uh, we're going to have another flag. we got a whistle anyway. Got, yep, got another flag laying right there on the four, so he's offsides again. It'll back it up. We'll have to redo it again. Well, the way he's kicking it, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Uh, uh, you know, what happened last drive was on that 85-yard drive, is Sturm took advantage of Johnson misplaying a zone. Yep. Uh, his yeah. receivers were open. And I don't know whose responsibility it was to, particularly that zone across the middle, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was open all drive long. And they, as I said before, they really did a good job of mixing the pass and the run. And it just had the, had the Johnson defense on its heels. Vila back to kick again. Demetri Boone back to catch the kick. Kick's going to be Squib low it. and bounced. Squibbed it down to cut it around the 10. The 15, 20, 25, 30, and hit him in the head. Oh, what a pop. Got him right there, and they just hit head-to-head and drove him back out to about the 34-yard line. Huge, huge hit. Both the, both of the players' heads snapped back with that hit. Tyson Slipper was the man on the kick coverage team. Nailed wow. the back on that, but it was a pretty good return. Yep. It was a very good Caught return. Caught 10, 34, by 24-yard return that time. Johnson will have it. First and 10 now for their second drive of the night. Had to punt on the first one. You know they want more on this one. Demetri Moon comes in late. Well, he was getting his instructions on from the coach. Two wide outs on the far side. One guy has a tight end. Levi Hogue on this side. One man in motion. Hogue's going to give it to Griffith. Griffith's going to try and rotate around. Spin move in the middle at the 35 across to about the 37. That's Gomez that carried it. Excuse me. Got out to about the 37, so about a three-yard pickup, second down, seven yards to go. Four down linemen for West Hall, three linebackers, two corners, two safeties. Linebacker might cheat up if they think it's going to be a running play. Classic 4-3 that you used to see everybody from the NFL on down playing. Yep. Now, when we started, it was a 5-4. Nehemiah Anderson out wide to the far side. There's the handoff over to number 12, Gomez. Gomez fights across the 40 to the 44. I believe he might have got a first down, and yep, yep going to be a first down. Another stop by Tyson Slipper. I'm looking to see he's just a junior. Well, he's figured on a couple of strong hits so far, but this is a good drive for the Knights. They just need to keep from shooting themselves in the foot. If they come down and score right quick, then that's going to – Give him a little shot in the arm. Yes, it will. 4.40 left here in the first quarter. Well, that time West Hall over-pursued, and he came back to the weak side, and there was a lot of green grass there that he could negotiate to get the first down. First team at the 44 of Johnson. Moon set to take the snap, does. Hands off to Gomez again. Tries to go around the far side, and they're stopped dead in his tracks on the far side. I believe that was Matt Hale. Matt Hale Shelton, was Shelton Maynard, too, who is a load. Look at that number 55. Yeah, he's right a big old boy. So Maynard and Hale in on the tackle. That'd be the defensive tackle, defensive end on the right side. 
and he didn't gain an inch on that, so it's second and ten now. That's a little bit of a mismatch right yeah. there. That big old boy against against their man, that's for sure. Yeah, he didn't need any help, but he got it anyway. Yeah, not an inch, second and ten. Anderson out wide. One man over there next to him. You got Griffith over there next to him, and now you're gonna Dimitri gonna take it yourself, Dimitri. He's going to fight and fight and fight and get three, maybe four yards. Finally, a host of gray jerseys. He went, went up getting about five was before they finally He's wrestled him down. Yep. Yeah, he got five. He got out to the 49, so it is five yards. I'll bet you Demetri Moon squats a lot. What you want to bet? I bet he does. Those legs, that was pure leg drive, and he was moving people out of the way, and they were twice his size, and he moved four of them. Yep. Yeah, some other people owe for a cab ride. That's uh, Dimitri with those strong. He looks like his thighs are pretty pretty good size right there. He probably squats a couple of pounds. Splitting out on this time. You got Anderson coming wide on this side. I think he might be on the wrestling team. He might be. Never know. He said. Ought to be. And now we've got a whistle and a timeout time called by Hall. West Hall. And we'll take it with with the score. West Hall 14, Johnson. I think you're tuned to Friday Night Football, North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at West Hall, third down, five yards to go, 245 left in the first quarter. Spartans lead it by 14. Johnson with the football. Dimitri talking to his running back for a long time there. Puts one man in motion coming to the near side looking to pass. Now he's going to take it himself. Goes right up the middle. He's going to have a first down. Yes, across the 45 down to the 44. It's a late hit or something. Johnny Vickers just threw a flag. Flag came in there late. Might be a flake face mask. Now yeah, the they, were trying, they were all reaching in there trying to get him down and it Kind of a delayed call right there. He wanted to follow a guy. Finally saw a little bit of a hole open, and he did. And he shot right through that personal foul. Face mask is what it is. So he got down to the 43 of West Hall. And, and they're probably going to tack off, tack on 15 more. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, wait, wait. Is he going the right way? Face mask. No, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Now Johnny turned around. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, he was facing towards Johnson. I said, hold on, Johnson. No. Now Johnson will at 15, so that'll push it down to the 29 or 30-yard line. That might have been a busted play that he just made I think happen. it was. I think it was because he, he sort of hesitated. It looked like he wanted to go around the right side and took off up the middle. And made, 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 
a big play out of nothing right there and opened it up and got the first down and got the face mask on top. They're down inside the 30 guys, first down and 10 at the 29 with 235. Moon in the shotgun. Gomez to his right, two wide outs on the far side and a slot. Looking to pass, gives it to Gomez. Gomez down across the 25 to the 24. He hit a hole pretty quick behind Rosales and Arroyo that time yeah. to get uh, five yards there, Gary. Like I said, this is a good-looking Johnson drive. They, have, they haven't what they've done in the past, which is shoot themselves foot, at least so far. If they can take it on in, like it's a different ball game. It's going to give them some confidence and some momentum, get it back. Exactly. Number five, Grayson Higgins in the receiver. He's going to be at the tight end on the far side. You're going to have Nehemiah Anderson and Charles Kuget stacked on top of each other right outside the hash marks on this side. You'll have Julian Gomez on the left of his quarterback, Dimitri Moon, second and four. Moon takes it. He's going to take it himself, try to go off the right, stutter steps in the middle, gets down to the 20 and gets runs into a pile of gray jerseys. He got about three down to the 21. It'll be third and one. You know, from looking at that, I'm surprised he didn't cut it to the outside. It looked like he had some room there. I agree with you on that run. It looked like he had more room if he kept going to the outside. Might have got the first down. Moved it back a little bit, gentlemen. It's about third and almost two now. Yep, third and two from the 21. Got to get down to almost the 19. And West Hall doesn't look like they're going to cheat anybody up. You got two guys stacked on top of each other like you had a few minutes ago. Tried to get him to jump. Moon goes back over, looks at his coach, comes back. Gomez to his left. Now he moves over to his right. Don't have the advantage of a play clock on tonight. They will get outside of the first down. He got about three or four yards down to the 16-yard line. First down. Nice play call. They went behind Esperanza and Rosales on that far side. And everybody was looking at the quarterback. They were looking at Moon. And while they were looking at Moon, Gomez ran right by him. Expecting Moon to do something. Lou and Slipper in on that stop. Boy, Slipper's been in on a lot of stops. He has. I think you called his name five or six times so far. That big hit down there on one end on the kickoff. First down and 10 now. Ball is spotted on the 20, or excuse me, 16-yard line. One wide out on the near sky, one eye in motion. Hand off to Gomez. He got nothing on that one. Oh, good play on defense nice that Nice play. Time. Who came up and made that play? 67. Gomez on the carry is bent quickly. Bryce Reed. Bryce Reed. 6-1-2-30, Bryce Reed, senior yep, defensive up. lineman. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the end of your first quarter. Johnson, West Hall leads it 14 to nothing. We're back in one minute from the hot gates of Spartan Field on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Calling all eggheads, we have what you need. We sure do, David. Big Green Egg and all the accessories. 16 feet of Big Green Egg accessories. We're proud to be a gold level dealer, so we're able to bring our eggheads plenty of selection and the newest products, including the new pizza wedge. 
Those are amazing, and you can turn your big green egg into pizza-making masterpiece. Come by and see our huge array of big green egg gear. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Wow. Back here at West Hall. Second quarter action about to begin updating the Longstreet Cafe FCA scoreboard. Dawson County leading Lambert 8 7 in surprise in the second quarter. Also, big one. Lakeview Academy 34, Athens Christian nothing. It's a big, big score right there for Lee Coleman. They hold on and win that one. That's a huge win for them. Against a pretty established program. Athens Christian, exactly. And I think that one's on the road, isn't it? Yeah, that's at Lakeview. Is it Lakeview? And I've invited Lee to be our guest tomorrow morning on the Saturday morning sports. He'll be able to join us. That'll be great. And have that win under his belt and be able to do that. All right. So. Swap ends of the field. Johnson still has the football. They're going right to left now. Second down and 10 from about the 16-yard line. Moon in the snap, takes it, tries to go out to the far side, running, running parallel. Oh, that's my bell. He's going to have two flags fly out of there, but another one flies Great. out from the far side. He yeah, got I'll down to it. the 13, but you got three flags all over the place down on that end. And they're going to offset. One of them's a hold on Johnson, the other one's a late hit on West Hall. I tend to agree with you, sir. I just do it all over again. Yeah. And that, that one on West Hall was unnecessary. Yeah, he did. Totally he, unnecessary. He, he was already running out of bounds. All he had to do was just kind of shadow him right there as he went out, went out of bounds. They're going to have it, it's hard to turn some of that aggression off on the side. Nah, sometimes yep, and sometimes yep. you forget where you are. Well, exactly. You get in the heat of the moment, you forget where that sideline is in football for sure. Of course, you got these teenage brains, and there's something going on in that, too. <laughs> Said very eloquently, sir, I agree with you. You got to develop. Yep. That, that, frontal, that frontal lobe begins to be a problem until you get about 25. Hold on, uh, as Ron said, offsetting a hold on Johnson and a personal foul on West Hall will offset. Actually, I think it'll be about a – is that going to be a – Yeah, that'll be, it'll be they'll five. match it one way and match it yeah, it's the other be, way. it's going to be five yards net gain for Johnson. Yeah, they are. They're going to they're get five that's yards a, That's out, a killer penalty for West yep. Hall. You get – the other guy gets 10, but you get 15. That's uh, – we, we do that swap all day long. Second down. Looks like six now from where they got it marked at over there. Around the 14, 13 and a half yard line. Almost seven. Yep. Second down and seven, we'll call it. Well, they, the first play before the quarter ended was a negative play, so that's why the. It's just, and I guess it's from the point of the foul. So right, the bad point is two personal fouls for West Hall. Yeah. Moon, we saw a bunch of those last week with White and North Hall. Now they're start play. Moon back there, Gomez on his left. No receivers out wide. They're in tight on the left side. Moon takes it, throws up the middle, 10, 5, down to about the 7 or 8 and got drugged back. They're going to spot him, I think, between 8 and a half and 9-yard line. It's going to be third and short. Yeah, third and about one and a half, two yards now. Not a bad fake to Gomez, and some of them bit on that. And Moon with just really quick feet just slanted right off of the center, between the center and the guard, and got had- that yardage. They've had a couple of third-down conversions in this drive. Royo and Romero are the center and the guard on that right side. Romero is, and that's who he went behind. Opened up enough of a hole against Maynard and Hale that time. Well, this is the biggest third-down conversion so far on this drive. Third down, we'll call it two. Moon's going to take the snap. He does. Fumble! Ball's on the ground. And West, West Hall, Hall I think, it. got it. Yes, West Hall gets it. Looked like they tried to go to direct snap to 
Julian Gomez and it went off his hand and West Hall recovered I think right it, at the nine. I think it was Zach Wagner, six, who got it maybe. Anyway, and what did I just say? What did I just say? So far, they've avoided shooting themselves in the foot. Yep. Maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. With a direct snap to the other guys. That's exactly what they did. They were they were going to cut this thing to a touchdown. Now, that was a good, maybe. a well-designed play. It just wasn't executed. Just didn't well, get yeah. it in the hands like they wanted to. Now you've got West Hall with a... Well, at the, at the nine, so uh, yeah, 91 yard drive. Yeah, 91 yards to go, first and 10. Four wide out, Stern with Haynes behind, Hayes behind him. I'm going to fake it and go over the top, complete over there to five. Hugh Pugh out to the 20, the 25, and drug down from behind at about the 27 yard line. Marcus Pugh has been wide open there in the middle two or three times tonight, fellas. Yeah. 18 yard pickup. 14-0, Spartans over the Knights here in the Battle of Oakwood from West Hall. That middle has been open. That was just a, just a little slant pattern across the middle. Sturm did a great job of hitting him in stride. 10.45 left here in the second quarter. West Hall has the football and got another first down. They've got a bunch already in the first With half. With a lead. Three wide outs, one on the far side. Three on this side. So they give him four. Sturm in motion. Coming to this side, got a flag behind him. The pass is complete, uh, hold, but he's I out think. of bounds. And so I believe it's going to be a hole yeah, on the line. I think it is, too. West Hall. I think one of the guards grabbed a handful of jersey or something. Yep. We'll check the flag. Now, it looked like it might have been Bryce Reed. That's kind of who they're talking with on that far side. Let's see. The head man, Bo Harrison, is going to tell us what's going on. He's the one that threw the hanky on the field. I think that was Christian Corona putting some pressure yeah. on the quarterback. He might have been the man for Johnson that got held. So it is a, it is a holding penalty. It will back him up. 10. But guys, what I would say, I'd first say, Coach, don't do that. Second, why did you do that? <laughs> exactly. Well, Down Stern, to the 18. First Stern's and really mobile, isn't he, guys? Yeah, I mean, he is. He gets yeah. very elusive. And he, plus, he's getting good protection. He's had to roll out a couple of times when they were going right to and, left there in the first quarter. And I thought he was going to run at that time. Four wideouts, three to the near side. Hayes behind him. Pew in motion goes behind. Goes to uh, Hayes behind him. Hayes. Gets bottled up. Good job by the defensive line of West Hall that time. No, Johnson that time. Yeah, they hold him to nothing. That's the first time they ganged up on him where he couldn't spin out. He tried to spin out, and when he did, he spun into somebody else. And a couple of big guys. Look like uh, Rosales might have been in there on the tackle. Eric Alvarado, uh, the defensive end, 5'9", 100. Alvarado, the first guy to hit him. Number 28. And that dropped him back a couple more yards, just second down and about 22 now. Or pretty close to it. Yep. You got wide out, spread out for two on the near side, one on the far. You've got Pugh, Altamirano, Alou on the far side, it looks like. One guy in a slot, and we've got a timeout called by West Hall. We'll take a win. It's like a 30 second time this time. Nathan, we're back in 30 seconds from the hot gates at Spartan Field on 97.5 Glory FM. Gary Glenn here along with Tyler Jackson, lead pastor at McEver Road United Methodist Church. And Tyler, when folks come to the church, they might be a bit surprised by what they find. That's right, Gary. Our campus is built with the community in mind. So we have a new community garden, walking and exercise trails, and more. Everything is accessible to everyone, so come bring your family. It brings us great joy when our community and neighbors use our campus more than we do. McEver Road, UMC. Loving Christ, loving people, and helping people love Christ. 5226 McEver Road, Oakwood. 
And we're back here at the home of the Spartans. Ron's got some scores here on the Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard, Ronald. Uh, Dawson County's taking a lead over Lambert, 8-7, somewhere in the second quarter. And uh, Adairsville over Cherokee Bluff, 14-0 at halftime. White County, 7-3 over Habersham at halftime. We're back here. Second down about 22 now. Westfall with a football. Sturm sends a man in motion. That's Pew. He'll kind of hold up on the far side. Fakes to Hayes. Tries to end around. Come over to this side. Pew came back behind, trying to follow a blocker. Got to get through one guy. He does. Oh, a nice tackle. He g- grabbed him up Johnson. high. Yeah, grabbed him up high and slung him around. Nice tackle. That was number was that 24? 34. 34 that brought him down. Edgar Vasquez. I thought he might have got some face mask or ear hole or something, but I got, got him on both sides right there in the back around his shoulders and took him and slung him down. He got to about 10, but it's third and 12 now from the 26-yard line of West Hall. Yeah, he picked up a pretty good block from Alden Ramey, uh, Aiden Rainey, didn't he? Yes, he did. Had a good yeah. block right there. If he just could have got through the last guy, he might and have got and the and first he, down. If nothing else, he'd give you punter some room. Vasquez, 175-pound. Mm-hmm. Strong safety. One guy in the, in the backfield there with him. That's Hayes. They're going to throw it out to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Didn't throw it deep it, enough. Exactly. Threw it short, and that'll bring Stern up fourth and 12. First uh, punt for Balls West Hall tonight. It'll bring up fourth down. Avila is their punter, I believe. I think he is. And that's who's listed on my chart. He'll come out there to attempt his first punt of the night. Deep for Johnson's directly in front of us, but he's sideways. Number is that number 18, Ron? Let me put the glasses on him. Junior Avia. That's his name, not not something junior. His name is Junior. Junior Junior Avia. It's number 10, I believe, Gary. 10. Oh, and Avila drops the punt. They're all over him down there. He's trying to run for his life on the far side. He will not get the first down, I don't think. Nope, he's going to be short about eight or nine yards. But he he gained positive yards, but not enough. Yeah, he got about four yards. Positive wise, but it's still going to be short of the first down by about eight yards. He had a, to run for his life, didn't he, guys? Yeah, there was a little bit of a low snap, but he fumbled it. It was fieldable, if that's the word, but he just didn't do it. And, and then he thought about trying to punt it and then realized, nope, they're, they're on me too much. I'll just do what I can. So now, great field position for the Knights who, who uh, flipped the field a little bit here after they got so close and then fumbled it away. Now, down now, at the now 29. A, a mistake by West Hall. That's that's almost like a turnover there. Oh, yeah. First and 10 at the West Hall 29, 8-22 in the first half. Johnson using all the play clock. You got Demetri Moon back there, one guy off to his left. That's Gomez. Two receivers on the far side. He's rolling out to the far side. Is Moon. He's going to be basically – Pushed out of bounds on the and, far side. Yeah, they had whatever they had set up over there. West Hall had it covered. It looked like one receiver, might have been Kugat, was over there and kind of jumped up and down like he was catching it to try to, as a fake or whatever, rolled Moon out to the far side. Then nobody was open for him, so he had to basically run for his life. He lost five, second down, 15 yards to go. Yeah, that's one where you throw it away. I believe you would be right, sir. And that's a, still a learning process to change positions. Three wide outs, or two wide outs. One's in and a tight end. Gomez beside the quarterback. He takes the handoff. He's brought down immediately. Yeah, the, oh, they just crashed through wow. on the blitz. Yeah. They the tackle carry. the blocker and There's the running back. Yeah, Riley Packard 
Number 44 defensive end came in there and got both of them with help from Hale and Rainey. Well, Packard can do it 6-2-2-20, gentlemen. That's, that kind of size can get you somebody to look at you. Yes, sir. Defensive yep. end for sure. He's a senior, too. All right. Third down. 17 yards to go from the 36-yard line. Snap to Moon. Moon got pressure coming on him. 44 Packers on him again. He sacks him. Oh, flag. Man, somebody, was that Vickers who threw that flag? He threw uh, it 20 or 30 yeah, yards. He threw it a long ways, and he's talking to one of his it's a hold, defensive I believe. captains pretty quick. I believe it's a hold on Johnson. I don't, I don't well, think I would, it's a – I'd certainly decline that. No, face he's talking mask face on mask. West Hall. Wow. I thought he was. That? I thought wow. he had given the, the holding face sign. Well, he threw the it. He, the flag guys. He threw for probably 15 yards, didn't he, Gary? Because yeah. that was from where the, the the umpire stands and where it landed was around the 49. Well, we well and the referee was behind him, so he couldn't mm-hmm. see that. Yep. Well, we talked about you know in the pregame about how the line play is going to be so important. And Johnson has been sporadic. Yep. At times they've looked pretty good, and that's when they get those drives going. At that time, they just flat collapsed they and, picked and up let Packer just through that he almost had a he almost looked like he was in West, the starters blocks West Hall's playing a lot of flag football tonight they can, they may have nearly 100 yards in penalties they got four, got four yards on the pickup on the after the penalty they have four positive yards they were up to the 33 so it's uh, third down and about 14 Moon's back there receivers stacked on top of each other on the near side Moon or excuse me Anderson and Kuget. Gomez beside his quarterback. Moon takes it himself. Scrambling in the middle. Does a spin move around the 30. Got back Moon to the original line of scrimmage around the 29, I believe. Maybe the 28. Yeah, they're going to mark it the 28. Yeah. The Let, the let's see if Johnson reaches for one here. Fourth down and nine. Or goes for it. Not you, for you, you're, you're either going to try a field goal or you're going to go for it. It's, well, there's, they're gonna, they may try it. Moon's staying on the field. They, sp- they split a lot of people, brought a lot of people in and out. Oh, they're going to try a field goal right here, fellas. That's going to be 45 uh, yards. 45-yard field goal. Well, we've seen the strength of his leg. Knights to attempt a 45-yard field goal. Well, with, the, with this, uh, with the soccer team they have, you would think their kicking game would be good, and it's going to hash mark on the far side. Edgar Vasquez, it looks like, is the kicker. 45-yard attempt, spot down, hole, Whoa, kick he is up, and mile. he's going to be... Good. He got it. Right down I the pipe. Four. I mean, between the pipes, right it's right the in the middle. middle. Yeah. 14 to 3, your score with 4-11 left, 6-11 left here in the second quarter. And we're back in one minute with more high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95. No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. 
To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. So the Knights are on the scoreboard, 14-3 now in favor of West Hall. Edgar Vasquez with a 45-yarder, and he'll kick it up. Long, high, end over he end. Just let good. that one go. That might hit the goal post. That one just fell right under the goal post. It's going to be a touchback. West Hall have it at the 20. These kickers can flat kick it, can't they, fellas? Well, they, both of them have pretty good soccer programs. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, you know, and I applaud what Johnson. You had to come away with some points yep. on that one. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think if they run it, they're going to get that nine, ten yards. No, no, they. That's a, that's a one of those moral victories for them. But it it, it gives you something to feel good about. Well, you, you're down you're down eleven now instead of fourteen. You still two touchdowns or two scores, and you get a little momentum out of it uh-huh. because Westall. You get a stop right here. You can go maybe go in and score again. And it, they turn the the sort of turnover into points. First down and ten at the twenty now for Westall. They'll have it back now. Sturm in at quarterback. Hayes right behind him, maybe off to his left. Looks to a little quick pass over here on the far side. Gets it out here. Looks like to Pew. Pew's going to get out to the 22 or 23. Is there a flag on that, or is that a, a ball by so the There's a flag on that right there by the tackle, I believe. Yep. Pew had the ball, and now we've got a flag that they talk about it. I don't know. I thought that was a clean tackle by Tucker Williams. I mean, uh, on Johnson uh, by number 10, Linus Griffith that time. Griffith, a senior DB, 6'2", 160. Waiting on Big Bo to tell us. Dead ball, face mask. Wow. And that's only a five-yarder. Yeah. That's a five-yard face released mask. It. Yeah. yeah. He didn't grab it and hold on. He grabbed it and released as soon as he had it. And it had to be on the receiver over here because that's where the flag came from was the line judge on this near side. So to move it up five yards, it'll go out to the 26. It'll be... You get the down over two, I believe. Yep, first down and what four? Uh, about four, yeah. You don't get to say that every day, do you? <laughs> now they wind it and they'll play ball from right here. Johnson with four down linemen, a defensive end, or excuse me, a safety coming up looking like he wants to blitz, and they'll get a first down as they run it across the 30 to 35 out to the 36 yard line. That's Hayes again. Hayes yeah. with big strong legs. Elijah Keeps Hayes it going out to about the 36-yard line. Again, the first Johnson man just couldn't hang on to him. Should have no. should have been stopped five yards before he finally hit the Well, he tried to tackle him up high, and that's a, that was a mistake. First down for West Hall. Got to be in the double digits by now, probably 12 or 13. One well, looks like a guy was early motion there. Give off to Hayes. Hayes across the 45. Got the first down out to about the 47. I guess being a, a back, he could do that. He, he kind of straightened up, but it, if he moves forward, I don't think he can do that, but they didn't call it. So Charles or Trey Couget in on that stop. Three wideouts. Hey, give the Hayes again. Hayes needs to get away from a guy. He pulled his leg again away from a guy and run over a guy and finally got stopped. On the Johnson side of the 50 around the 46-yard line. Yeah, he was only stopped when two Johnson guys hit him at the same time. He just kept, you're right, he does a great job of pulling his legs away. Second down and about three. He's one of those backs you better wrap up. Oh, yeah. Wrap them up early, that's for sure. What kind of numbers do you have last week, Gary? Do you know? Who's that, Hayes? 
Yeah. He had 100, 179 in the 176 in the second half. Wow. I think he had 180 total. Yep. Second down, four yards. Because he was to pressed go. into duty. That's when they had to shift around everybody, mm -hmm. remember? Stern well, found the pass, one. getting pressed in there, and guy from Johnson brings him down. Another flag down. No gain. See what the flag is. Stern got brought down that nicely. Could, it could be holding, it could be about anything. Referee threw it. Eric Alvarado makes the quarterback nope. sack. And it is a hold. Alvarado was the, the made the tackle, holding on the Spartans. will push it back either way then. And it'll move it back to the other side of the 50. To the 40, 44, I think, of uh, West Hall. Let's see where they stop. My buddy, Mr. Vickers, is getting a workout tonight, isn't he, fellas? Doing all that walking down there. Well, That's why he's in the power position. Uh, getting his steps in. Getting his steps in. Second down, about 13. I'll call it from the 44, got to get across to the other team, 43. Gives yeah. it off to a running back right there in the middle and no gain on that. I think that was, was that Lemos that time? He tried to carry it. That's number 33. Is met by Julian Gomez. For yeah, the Gomez made the tackle. He gained one yard. Got one third down in about 12. It's 4-11, 4-10 and running here in the second quarter. West Hall leads it 14-3. Are they going to call another timeout, or is he just trying to get trying to get his personnel arranged? It looks like Sturm's out there still looking over this way. He may have to call a timeout. He's used two. He's down to one, but hadn't bothered him yet. Sturm in the shotgun. Three wide outs and one in a slot. And they're going to come around to the near side, fake the handoff. Going long, got Pew open, Pew off oh, his fingertips, and incomplete. Just a little bit overthrown. Yep. That would have been six. About two feet overthrown. He, Pew stretched out, got a right hand on it, but it was just his fingertips. No way he could bring that back to his body. It was just a little bit long for him right there. If he'd have hit him in stride, I believe he'd have had six on it. On that one for sure. Well, they're going to punt him in a hole now. Well, have they brought the punting unit on yet? Avila. I mean, that's what I'd do. That Sturm yeah. is out there. They might. Uh, Fourth be... and 11 at midfield. I'm Ooh. Okay. Well, you ain't got a lot of time left in the half, but, yeah. but the other team has three timeouts, too. True. They're going for it with fourth down and 12 from the 45. Sturm with the football looking, looking. Throws it over here on this side. That looked like to Alton Morano. He got it. He caught it. And just got, just got it. Is that Will Mavota came up and smacked him right away, but not not time enough. Well, so the gamble won. pays off. Now you look, you're looking good now. Well, Daniel yeah. Alton Morano caught that one. Yeah, and the thing is, he knew where to go. He went right to the sticks and turned around and gave him a target. First down at the 40 now. They got what they needed. 319 and running here in the second quarter. West Hall snapped to Sturm. Gives off to one of the running backs. Number 33. 33 gets about maybe five yards. That's Malik Richardson. Malik Richardson back there running the ball now. Well, we know he's a good athlete, yep. so whatever you ask him to do, Malik's going to try to do it for you. Malik, they swapped in in the first half. He's, a, he's another guy that's been around a while. I think he's played all four years. He's a senior this year. Mm -hmm. Looks like. 
Is that Matt, Matt Hale in it running back this time? Matt Hale been on defense now. Matt Hale gets the running back. He's going to go across the 25 to the 20, not down to the 18. I know, that was a great hole open on that left side of the line. He did a nice job. I'm telling you, that Where was they, I think they call him down before that. I think he went down around before the 20. Yeah, 21. Titrate Statham, Chance Armour, and Connor Bailey on that left side opened up a nice hole for him. Yeah, and he was able to get through there quickly. It was a late handoff, put it in his gut. And his knee might have hit, Ron, right there before he yeah. really stumbled that last four or five yards. and he was, But his knee had already gone down. So it's the first and ten Spartans at the 21. Ball's Dead center in the middle of the field. Ball on the 21. Hale back there on the right side of Sturm. Sturm flag. Flag. Motion. Flag somebody move. Procedure. Yep. Yeah, one of the one of the linemen on the left side pulled up a little early. The illegal procedure, or as we say in basketball, a travel violation. Yeah, or as they, or as they say, a false start. False start. <laughs> I'd never heard that until the, they started mocking the NFL. Officials, all these two coaches over here giving signs. One with a bright yellow hat, one with a bright red hat over here. One of them's the one they look for. One's a decoy, as they call him. Well, that would distract me. <laughs> First and fifteen now. I formation in the set running back. That's Hale. Stern back to pass. A little bit of pressure. One guy got knocked down. Throws it. Oh, and he wanted to run it. before he threw it. I tell you what. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my mouth, Joe. That was Allen. Yep. Kevon Allen. He turned his head as the ball was hitting him in the hand, Gary. Yep. That's the no-no right yep. there. You got to catch it before you run with it, fellas. And he had running room, too. Oh, he did. That was, that was probably, uh, you know, you're probably getting back a 10-yard gain out of that at least. Second out of 10. Sturm comes over the sideline, gets the play. He trots back out there now. Hale still behind him. That might be, uh, nope, I think that's uh, Elijah. Hayes back out there with him now. Three yeah. wide outs, one guy in a slot. Everybody in motion. They throw it long, looking for a guy in the middle. He's open, knocked away at the last second. He uh, almost made the catch anyway. Yeah, Pew yeah. almost stretched out and got it, but it was, again, just a little bit long. That's, that's about three passes tonight that have been just a tad. Yep, Beyond up. his reach. That brings Higgins. up third down. Higgins knocked it away. And like you said, he almost caught it anyway, even though it was knocked away from him a little third bit. Down there. Third down, 15 yards to go. The guy that can get a first down at the 11, Ken Westall. 148 left in the half. Westall leading it 14 to 3. Johnson will get the ball and to start the second half. They'd like to hold them. We've got a timeout call timeout by, Johnson. by Johnson right here. They wanted to see why timeout. they lined up. Johnson. And they've got them to burn, so it might as well. Yep. Well, we'll do we'll take a 30-second timeout with more here from West Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. For many of us, purchasing a home is the largest investment we will make in a lifetime. It's so important to know the home you are buying will be comfortable and energy efficient all year. And that is exactly why Jackson EMC created the Right Choice Program. Right Choice homes are built from the ground up and guaranteed to provide comfort and energy savings. And that's something we can all appreciate. Right Choice homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. They were back here after the timeout. 14-3, West Hall leading Johnson. Only had one of the um, 
water timeouts there in the first half for the first quarter when it was still fairly warm around the six-minute mark. And hadn't had one since, but we've had enough timeouts. And yeah, they can hydrate stuff. your nose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. All right, so here we are back. Westall has the ball. Sturm has it third and 15. Throws a little screen out there to one man there in the middle. Is that Altamirano? Got yes, it, down. it is. Altamirano down to about Sturm's the fourth, uh, 16. The and he's right in the middle of the field, yep. too. They're, the Johnson defense is soft in the middle, guys. Mm-hmm. We've seen that on the pass, and we've seen it on the run. They've been open in the middle between Pew and Altamirano. They've caught about four or five passes right in the middle of the field so far tonight. And the clock's still running with a minute 20 to go in the half. Fourth and down and about five. And they're the going for it, it looks like. Going oh, yeah. Big. Well, they went for it at fourth and 12 in midfield. Got a flag. Flag, let's see what we got. Flag on the far side. Referee on this side blew his whistle early. He did. He got a flag right there inside the hash marks to 15. I don't know if that was encroachment or uh, somebody in West Hall moved. I'd... The two line judges, their guys are going to walk over and chat with each other. How about that at the 15-yard line? Then Bo yeah. Harrison, our head man, White Hat's going to go over there and say, what y'all talking about, fellas? Well, he's yeah, easy uh, to spot, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Not, not, not only the white hat, but the biggest guy on the field. He is. He's yeah. bigger than anybody. Big old boy. He looked like he could still play. I was looking today at a roster <laughs> from a team up in Ohio, and, and their smallest guy was 6'2", 300 on the line. They're going to wave it off. Yeah, huh? going to wave the flag as we'll have a do-over with fourth and five. Okay. I think one guy saw it from one side and one guy saw it from the other, so they just said, well, we'll just, we'll just offset them. Offset them. Yeah. Let them go. Still, still fourth down, fourth and uh, five. Now they'll stack it up again. West Hall will Sturm in the shotgun. He flip-flops a couple of guys, big guys over there onto the other side. One of those big guys is a defensive man, Riley Packard. They go behind Packard to give it to Hayes. Hayes gets the first down inside the 10, down to the seven. Wow. They went kind of, I'd call it jumbo on this oh, side because they put Packard yeah. and another big guy Inside on this side, guys, behind well, Bryce it, Reed it, and it Rojas, was, and they Ed, went in there and got the first down. down. It was Edgar kind of Vasquez. like a tall sweep. Edgar Vasquez probably saved that touchdown. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's like a tall sweep, just a, just a little bit odd way of doing it. First 60, and goal. 62 seconds now. Starts on the snap. Sturm got the high snap, gives it to Hayes. Hayes going to battle and try and get Sturm behind him, pushing him. They're not going to say anything. They're blowing the whistle. Clock's going to keep running now. It's under a minute. He got it down to about the well, no gain. He's still at the seven. Second down and goal. Have the seven ball. Is at the seven. Second and goal with 42 yeah. seconds remaining. They ran him out of bounds, but they'd already blown it, so they keep the clock running. Sturm will take it. The snap. Fake to his running back, sprints out to the far side, throws it the last minute, got an open man, touchdown, Spartans. Wide open. How yep. about that on the far side? Who was that man? Number 44, that's Riley Pitcher, Riley Packard. Packard. He's been playing defensive end. He's been on offense, and they caught that one from the tight end position and went out there and got it and got the touchdown. He makes it 20-3 to now right here before halftime. That's kind of tough for Johnson because they played really good there for about eight and nine minutes in West Hall. Yeah. After those penalties there in the middle, was able to get down. They got that first down, that third and they, down and, and long. They, and they overcame the penalties. Yep. The kick by Avila's up way deep and is good. Makes it 21-3 to three with 26-7 seconds left. And we're back with one more minute. We'll hear more from West Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. 
Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at West Hall. West Hall leads it 21 to 3 after that last touchdown. Shelby Avila will be kicking off. He hits it long and deep. High. It's going to come down about two or three yards deep. It'll be another touchback. And Johnson will have one more crack at it. First down at their own 20 with 26.7 seconds left now. And that time West Hall did not jump off on the kickoff. Yep. First time tonight that that. I bet they've got 100 yards in penalties easily. <laughs> they might. They, uh, now, with 26.7 seconds, I'm thinking that you're just going to take a knee or try and just run a little running offense here, guys. Yeah, just, yeah you don't, want to, get, out, you don't you know? want to get fancy here yeah. deep, this deep in your own end. Yeah. That was Sturm's third touchdown pass of the night, by mm-hmm. the way. 31 Not, to Marcus Pugh, 26 to Keevan Allen, and then to Riley Packard for seven yards. Brett not, Sturm has been kind of one of the stories for the Spartans, hasn't yes, he? He's had a really good, evidently, obviously, a good spring, summer, seven-on-seven stuff and really matured a lot from last year's freshman year to the sophomore year, and he was pretty good as a freshman. Snap back to Dimitri Moon. Moon takes it, hits a guy, and bounces off him, gets about two, maybe three yards, Moon's maybe three and a half to four yards, 18 seconds. They might get one more playoff. And then they may, they don't have to, so they may not. And they may not. Everybody's kind of moving around like they're not. Nephew Johnson, do you snap it in a hurry and catch everybody off guard and get a long game to surprise them? Nope, they're going to walk to the sidelines with four, three, two, and one. That'll be the half right there. West Hall will lead it at the half, 21 to three. Let's see if we can get something really quick with uh, Coach Montgomery here, who's talking to a couple of his assistants. Coach? Three touchdowns. Sturm's got a part of all three of them, and I thought you mixed the run and the pass up pretty well first half. Yeah, that was part of the game plan. Last week, missing the offensive lineman, we didn't have a chance to really throw because we had three guys out in pass protection. Uh, I'd like to see the film a little more. Obviously, I can't go back like my coordinators are coaching the game, but I'd like to see kind of what the holding calls and stuff were. Um, I don't know if they're ticky-tack or, or legit stuff to com- obviously improve on. Uh, we're giving them up. We're giving up too much on D. Uh, I mean, I, I want to get off the field, three and out, three and out, three and out. And, I mean, it's just too much. I mean, it, it, you know, this game should be 35-0, to and that's how I feel. Well, one bad miscue, though, was uh, on the on the fumble. Turned that into three points. But other than that, your defense has played well. I know, but not good enough. I mean, uh, we've repped it all week, and I just feel like we should be dominating in all phases. I mean, we've had a few drops. We've had some things we've missed, and just – I want us to execute at a higher level, and that's what we're demanding. If we want to get ready for region play and for these next games, we got to keep demanding that, and that's where we got to be. You know, this is not a, this is a different year, and we got to bring demand it. Feed time. All right, guy. Hey, Crofton Montgomery keeping it real, guys. Absolutely, always a Crofton Montgomery. Halftime here for the Hot Gates of Spartan Field, the Battle of Oakwood. It is West Hall twenty-one, 
Johnson 3. We're back on our halftime show here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Is it cool in here to you, David? It ought to be. We've stocked up on all of our coolers. Coolers, coolers everywhere. We've got coolers and drinkware for everyone and everything. Yeti, Stanley, Kanga, Corksicle, and Southern Jubilee. And we all know the cooler is the most important ingredient at any tailgate. Or at the lake, or on the road, or any outdoor activity. Come find the best cooler and drinkware for you. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Hi, everybody. Gary Glenn here, along with lead pastor at McEver Road United Methodist Church, Tyler Jackson. And Tyler, what excites you about being part of the community? We enjoy finding new ways to love and support our community, from engaging with local schools to supporting children and families in need, as well as partnering with other local organizations so that we can do more good together. We love any and every opportunity to make the love of Jesus real to everyone. You can learn more at mceverumc.org. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will, like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Your home should be an extension of who you are. When your home is built better, your life just feels better. So make your new home an energy-efficient Right Choice Home from Jackson EMC. Right Choice Homes come with a three-year energy warranty and a one-year comfort warranty. And every Right Choice Home receives Jackson EMC's lowest energy rate. Step inside your comfort zone with a right choice home. Only from Jackson EMC. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. 
Let duplicating products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's time for our Halftime Report, brought to you by United Community Bank on 97.5 Glory FM. We'll start with you then. And we're back here at halftime of the Hot Gates of Spartanfield. Joe Gailey, Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, and Mike Warford with you here on 95 Glory FM as we bring you the Battle of Oakwood between West Hall and Johnson. We're having some technical issues here, so bear with me here. We sound great, but on our end, we're having a little echo right now. We've had all kinds of little issues, but hopefully you're hearing everything great back when you're listening to us online. You can hear us after the game. We're online on demand on our new upgraded website, WGTJRadio.com. And go to our podcast page with all the ball games. And you'll get a chance to hear this game anytime in about five to ten minutes after we complete our broadcast this evening. We're going to join GNN's Friday Night Lights in progress after the game. And then I'll be with you as soon as possible getting back to our studio. And we'll keep the GNN show on as long as until I get there. Then I'll bring you bringing you the final score until midnight. Then Ron and I are back with you tomorrow morning. I have invited Lee Coleman, the new head coach of Lakeview Academy, to join us. And Ron, you've got some halftime scores here. All right, Lambert has pulled back ahead of Dawson County. It's 14-11 at halftime. Uh, the back and forth affair. This sounds like one of those uh, defensive. Uh, games there. Uh, Mallard Creek of Charlotte is leading Buford 7-0 at halftime. Uh, Daresville 14-0 of Cherokee Bluff. That's, they're now in the third quarter. Uh, White County's 14-6 in the third quarter over Habersham Central. And Gainesville leads Mountain View 14-7 at halftime. And uh, Lumpkin County over Union County 21-6. That White County game, just to throw a little something in there, I know it was youth night, park and rec night at uh, White County tonight. They had, uh, they've got teams ranging from their uh, first grade or the 6U group all the way up through the 11U or 12U group, 6th grade group, and they had a, about uh, 150 uh, to 180 kids up there tonight yeah. going through their walkthrough. That's good. And Lakeview is leading Athens Christian 43-8 to at halftime. Boy, what a night for the Lakeview Lions. Yeah, good good, good way for Coach uh, Coleman to be, I guess, his home uh, he may not. He may not sleep tonight before he comes by in the morning. <laughs> He'd be so excited. And yeah, no, uh, he'll join us tomorrow morning. Yeah, and uh, Walker is leading Riverside 43-0 at halftime. And uh, Jefferson is leading Wren 14-7. That's the second quarter score, not yet halftime. So that's Wren, South Carolina, too, Ron. Yep, Wren, yeah. South Carolina. All right, here at halftime at the Hot Gates of Spartanfield, the Battle of Oakwood. It is West Hall 21, Johnson 3. We're back aboard of our United Community Bank halftime show. Coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. 
United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Now, back to the United Community Bank Halftime Report. Yeah, we're back here with you the United Community Bank Halftime Show. Joe, Gary, Ron, Mike with you here back in our studios. Producing the game is Nathan Laddie. Again, we've got lots more in store for you until midnight this evening on 97.5 Glory FM. And, guys, you, you see how – West Hall was able to score on their first possession, second possession, and the last possession of the first half. They, uh, they didn't, you know, you, uh, Coach uh, Montgomery was pretty matter of fact there, Ron, saying it should be 35 to nothing. He was, yeah, he, he was uh, kind of proud, but not totally proud with his team. Yeah, he, he was expect, you know, he expects them to execute on every play. Yep. It yep. would probably be 35 if they'd executed on every play, exactly. but that doesn't always happen. It doesn't happen. But, you know, I thought they played pretty good. You know, Sturm was hitting those guys, the, the receivers in the middle of the field. They had five or six receptions right there in the middle of the field, you know, with a couple of different guys. You know, Marcus Pugh was one of them. Alta uh, Morano was another one. And uh, they were wide open basically uh, every time they threw it right there in the middle, and that defense was kind of sagging a little bit there in the middle and uh, were able to get some good gains out of that. Got uh, three Good touchdown passes, uh, yeah. three long drives from the Spartan offense, you know, uh, 80, 85, and I think that last one was around uh, 75 or 80. So, yeah. you know, three good long drives. they got to be pleased with that. The one thing you're not pleased with is with the fumble of the punt right there when they had the time. And oh, Alvila, yeah. Alvila, and the, it was a bad snap. And he got it low, and then he fumbled it. And he, you well, know, he, what he, I'm sure what he did was when he, the snap was low, he may have taken his eye off and looked to see where the mm -hmm. defense was. Yeah. And then next thing you know, the ball's on the ground. Exactly. And, you know, that's the same thing happened with the receiver from West Hall. Right there in the middle when Pew, it was right there in his hands, and he turned too quick and boom and dropped it. You know, and yeah. that, 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 that's going to happen. You want to run run too quick, run before you had the football. The crowd's filled in a little bit better. Got a decent crowd here from both sides now, Johnson. They, they waited on the sun to go waited, down. Exactly. You know, we <laughs> talked about that before the game because it was blistering out here early. 
And I'm sure all of us are going to be a little pink on the forehead in the morning, uh, getting out here as early as we did, about 6.30 or so, as the West Hall Spartan Band is finishing up their halftime show here. And uh, Mike, it's a, uh, it's a turned out to be a good night. And you just think that Coach William Harrell's team, they've been close. They've been close on a couple of times getting into that first drive. They got really close and fumbled the ball away, you know, and then had another drive. They got down there close. And, and the, they're, they're, as we talked about it, those moral victories, you really can't count the moral victories anymore. you got to put it in the end zone. Well, that's the one thing about it, Joe. But at the same time, knowing William Morrell now for three-plus seasons at Johnson High, he takes this basically as a ministry. He knows it's more than just winning football games. He's got to really mold young men. Right. And it has been a job there at Johnson since day one with him coming over from Hepzibah to be the head coach at Johnson three-plus seasons ago. Well, it is, and it's, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, you have a hard time getting players at, uh, at a school um, that's not a traditional football school, and uh, they're very, very strong in soccer. And like Mike said earlier, you know, there since school started early August, they've been kind of recruiting kids, trying to get more players. They're up to around 40 now, but I, I think they started in the 20s. But one thing, I go back to several years ago when Fly Branch had a big numbers but not many football players. Same thing with Johnson. they got to make football players. Yep. you got to teach them football IQ. We can tell you a great story on the other end with the West Hall Spartans. There are three of the players who go to church with me there at Flat Creek Baptist Church just up the road. And one of them is our pastor's son, Tucker Williams. And another one that I have met is his family is Connor Bailey. Connor was selected, Joe, to be on this all-star rondos about the all-american all-star football game out in san antonio ah back during the summer well we had a mission team going to alaska that same week ah. and he said to his dad james bailey said you know dad he said people in alaska they need more than they need me in texas yeah he went ahead and did good, not go to the all-star game went up to alaska had a life-changing event up there we had 39 people from the church that went up there to that alaska mission trip and, and came back, it's just, you know, we changed people. And congratulations to Connor met his dad. Once again, we want to say thank you to our friends you, I, I told for being tonight's game night Crofton Montgomery, as I say, Crofton, to me, if you get the foundation of this football team, where the, the foundation should be built, then you're going to see success. And I think when you see people like Connor, you see Tucker, you have a man named West, who was just recently saved and baptized, you're going to see this football program starting to grow here at West Hall under Crofton Montgomery. Well, and that's the thing. You want to get those kids, Mike, that, that want to continue playing. You get them started. If you can get them started in 7th, 8th, ninth grade, and, and uh, you know, I, we may stress it more just because we are a Christian radio station, but the, the, the guy that uh, that you just said from your church that decided that he said the people needed more in Alaska than he needed here, that man's a good man. That young fellow is going to grow up strong all yes. the way through. And he's learned a lot, but a lot of it has to do if you can keep them wanting to play the game. Oh, you yeah. know, and, and my mention the, the term football IQ, just like every sport has an IQ. Those kids may just decide to play. Well, they got to more than one, do more than want to play. They've got to learn the game yeah. enough from that and, position. And, and you know, Coach Harrell was, you talked about Mike recruiting in the halls. He's probably going around there and he's seeing 
He's, you know, sometimes these coaches, they've been around a while. They can spot athletes. Yeah, exactly. You find, you find a kid that's a, a, and then a probably good he's looking, kid. He's, he's probably looking at size, too, and say, hey, mm -hmm. I, need that, I need you to be on my line. Yeah, exactly. Looking at size, looking at quickness, and, you know, he might be finding some soccer players. I mean, they've, obviously, they've got some guys that can kick the football. Well, if you just get some athletes, and you've got these guys that are short and stubby that make come, come in there, and you can teach them to, to, to uh, deadlift or, or – uh, work out with their legs mm -hmm. and, and do a squat of, of two or three hundred pounds they're gonna get strong on the line pretty quick well here at halftime it is west hall lady johnson 21 to 3. the winner takes on a coveted paddle it's a big one too guys an oar that goes in a canoe they'll put in the trophy case and for west hall the last time that johnson won was a few years ago with Stan Luttrell was the hicker. Remember that one, Ronald? Yeah, that was a late last field goal at the last minute, right exactly. right down here to our right, if I recall. Yes, exactly. And so last three years it has been West Hall, and we'll have more for you coming up next. We continue our halftime, so we'll get ready for the second half here on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Gosney? Yes, Gosney. Gosney. Never heard of it. Well, now you have. Gosney Pizza Ovens are now available at Autry's Ace, and they're amazing. Unrivaled performance for the best possible cooking results. Super easy to use and fun to cook on, plus they're versatile. You can roast, smoke, steam, or bake and enjoy wood-fired pizza whenever you'd like. Let's start with margarita pizza for me and a slow-cooked pork belly for you. Check out the new Gosney Pizza Ovens at Autry's Ace Hardware in Gainesville. It's the best pizza oven you've never heard of. Gary Glenn here, along with Tyler Jackson, lead pastor at McEver Road United Methodist Church. And Tyler, when folks come to the church, they might be a bit surprised by what they find. That's right, Gary. Our campus is built with the community in mind. So we have a new community garden, walking and exercise trails, and more. Everything is accessible to everyone. So come bring your family. It brings us great joy when our community and neighbors use our campus more than we do. McEver Road UMC. Loving Christ, loving people, and helping people love Christ. 5226 McEver Road, Oakwood. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Now, more of the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. As we get ready for the second half of play, we've got more score updates going into the fourth quarter of play down in Atlanta. It is Fly Branch on top of St. Pius, 31 to 7 to score in that one. And Lakeview Academy on their way, their first victory under Lee Coleman. Get this, only 18 players on the team, Ron. That's, a, that's pretty good, and they've yeah, they, 50 uh, they, points tonight. That's pretty yeah, cool. I was say, they may have all scored tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Proud for Lee. I'm glad he's able to pull that win out there first home game, I think, isn't it, Mike? And they were on the road last week. Yes. And they're at home, get that uh, home victory. Good for Lee Coleman. Hopefully the first of many 
at Lakeview. It's both teams now with 18 seconds left until their three-minute uh, reconditioning, I call it, part comes back out. The both teams are now coming back out. Officials are back out. We'll still have three minutes before we play. Don't you love the weather right now? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, cool. that breeze is breeze great. breeze has been nice, and it's, uh, the, with, as soon as the sun goes down here, it dropped a bunch, which is great. Uh, like I said earlier, we only had that one uh, water break at the six-minute mark of the first quarter and been uh, tolerable since then, I would say, with that little bit of a breeze going on. It's been fairly nice, hasn't it? Uh, I'm watching the West Hall kicker warm up. He's kicking 50-plus. Is he? Yeah. Avila's up there fighting. Wow, that got left. Avila is out here kicking a lot, and uh, his holder's like, okay, where do you want to go from this time? Yeah, I mean, they're 52 yards now. Of course, they're in the middle of the field, but he put that last one through the pipe, between the pipes. They've been pretty close on several of them tonight so far. Now both teams doing a little jogging, warming up, loosening up before the second half. Yeah, they don't need to warm up very much, do they? No, they wouldn't have to. I wouldn't think. You ought to be loose all night. I just saw a guy behind you guys, and he had a T-shirt on that said, Nighttime at the Dungeon. And we know who coined that phrase about 23 years ago, don't we? Who was that, Gary? I think that would be me. <laughs> no matter where you are in the world or what it says on the clock at Billy Ellis Stadium at the Dungeon, it's always nighttime. Nighttime, yeah. exactly. And then the, then the basketball court was known as night court. Yep. Uh, play on the television show of that of a, a bygone era. But well, now, well, no, now they, they redeemed they, it. Yeah, they, uh, they, re, they rebooted that show. The, 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 the gym, though, though, they renamed the gym, though. It's now the palace, no longer the night court. Oh, really? Yep. I like night court better. I do, too. <laughs> I think it's more uh, fitting from that standpoint. By the way, Nathan Laddie's dad played basketball at Johnson back then. Only on night court, right, Nathan? So we go from there. <laughs> Again, join us after the ball game for GNN's Georgia's Friday Night Lights in the final slower, score. Right? I taped a couple ankles down there on that old night court years ago uh, during basketball season with the guys when uh, Coach Martin was coaching at uh, the late Coach late, Martin, too, late Ken Martin. His, yep. his family, uh, he went home this, earlier this year, and, boy, yep. a lot of memories uh, yep. of Ken Martin. Oh, yeah. Two guys, real quickly, Great next guy. weekend, Labor Day weekend, we kick off college football. Yep, it starts on Thursday, does it not? With us. Actually, with there's Georgia a couple State. of games tomorrow, but we're not talking about that because nah. that's week zero because it's those those uh, teams out in California that are fixing to join the Atlantic Coast Conference yeah. are playing yeah. this weekend. Yeah, so. playing on the Pacific Coast to be in the Atlantic Coast. Yeah, oh, exactly a, right. Yeah, you going? It's it's getting crazy with what a ridiculous these. situation. It is. That all that's kind of nuts. You know, you may they're going to have to just rename all these conferences because they don't even apply anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the reason why you know the old regional rivalries used to develop was because people had to travel uh -huh. on buses. Yep. Well, now you can get on a plane and you can be on the West Coast in five hours. Yeah, they, they're probably going to have European teams here for long. Uh, Lord help, I, let's don't do that. I won't I, be able to bounce any of I would name. not. But again, next Thursday we'll have Georgia State in Rhode Island. Panther pregame show begins at 6.30 on Thursday. In, in the, Friday night down at Mercedes-Benz. Georgia uh, Tech with a new coach. Takes on Louisville. Then next Saturday night, Ron can't wait for this. North 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 Gary. I guess even Joe, too. It's UT Martin against the two-time defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. You think UT Martin's not not getting excited about coming to that big old stadium? You know, one of us could suit up at quarterback, and with that Georgia would still win that game. I'll go, I say it, hey, it doesn't I, matter who starts. If you can hand the ball off to that running yeah. back core, you're fine. Hey, right. Gary, did you hear the breaking news? There's a couple of days. You may not have heard about it. Uh, 
the, I guess, DOT is renaming an intersection. Broad Street and Lumpkin will be known as the Vince Dewey intersection. I knew that was in the works. That's and, right. You know, they're gonna, they're finally, did they make that official? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was on, the, I yeah. think, the TV station did that. And well-deserved. Should have been. Yeah. They, and thank, thank God, literally, the that they Spartans. named that stadium what, before he died. Junior Avail will tee it up. He'll kick it off. Nobody's offside. A line drive. It'll come down at the 1, out to the 10, the 15, the 20, the 25, the 30. Cuts inside. He's hit, hit at the 32. He'll fall down about the 33-yard line. The uh, man toting the football right there, I believe, was number, was that 27? Christian Lemos? Well, one of the strengths of the Johnson team has been their ability to return kicks. Yep. That was Dimitri Newberry returning the football. And, that, and, and, and that's why, you, if you can, you kick it in the end zone, make them start at the 20. Because that that's the, a weapon. Right take there. that weapon away from them. Yeah, you know, Moon can return kicks. Yep, 31-yard return out to the 32, first and 10 for the Knights here as they are down 18 and trying to catch up. Dimitri Moon behind center, actually in the shotgun. Two wide outs and one guy in a slot. Gomez out there, he goes to the far side, throws it late and throws it low and incomplete. His intended receiver that time, 21, looked like to be Nehemiah Anderson. Well, Coach Sorrell has said that Moon's got a pretty good arm. We just haven't been able to see it in the first half. That one he just threw low. He's had a couple like that where he threw low or threw a little high and that he's got to work on that timing. And yeah, and especially being on the move on like that. On the move, that. exactly, Ron. They're throwing it in while he's in motion on the run. Because he's probably going to be on the run a lot. One guy flip-flops. That's Trey Kuget. Flip-flops from one tight end to the other side. He's here on the left with us. One guy out wide to the far side. Moon's going to take it himself. Stutter step, 40. Dropped down behind, but I believe he got the first down at the 43, maybe 44-yard line. Yeah, he did. Nice little stutter step there around the 35. And he got through there out to about the 44 for a first down. If Zach Wagner hadn't have grabbed him, he was off to the races. He was leaving everybody behind. You know, I wonder if he saw Zach something Wagner and that he just Spartans. took it on himself to, 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 to do that down. because I, it looked like a, the play, the way everybody else was reacting, was supposed to be something else, and he saw the opening said, I'm going to just take this myself. Kugat well, and Lemos both on this do. side to help to – Open up that hole a little bit with Esparza and Rosales. Moon takes a snap, gives off immediately to his running back, Gomez. Gomez fights for one yard out to the 45 before right. being brought Drew down. Gomez he was met high and low that time. I think Wagner was in on it, and the big guy at the bottom of the pile, Maynard, Sheldon Maynard. And they give him forward progress to the 46. Yeah, they him out to 46 where he fell down in two yards now. Second down. Eight yards to go. Ball on the Johnson 46. Got to get to the West Hall 46. Flip-flop sides over there. One man goes to the far side. That's Lemos. And he's, I think he's having trouble understanding what the, the coach is wanting because he now he's coming up to the line. But Moon in the shotgun. Fakes to his running back. Spins out far to the right side. Throws it. Complete. Out to the 45 and across midfield to the 40-yard line of first the down. Pass is complete across the middle. Just a little dink flip Gomez. for the wrist. Mm-hmm. Julian Gomez came Off out of the, the backfield that time and caught that one the around the 50 or 48 
and sprinted for about five or six yards before he was hit and brought down at the 41-yard line. Another first down for the Knights. Packard was guys in West Hall territory in the first drive. Packard was close in on that uh, on that stop there with a bunch of other the gray shirts. Nehemiah Anderson now split out to this side, inside the hash marks though. Two guys on the far side, and you've got Gomez to the left of Moon. Gomez gets the football, gets two, three yards across the 40, down to about the 37-yard line, between the 37 and 38. About two or three yards on the carry. And Garyman's a key player, four. Joe. Got Packer going both sides for Westall. Yep. Packer has uh, stepped up. I didn't expect him on offense, and he showed up there blocking back and catching the ball for a touchdown, Gary. Well, you got your best athletes on the field. Yeah. Yep. Second and six. Especially at crunch time. Second down, six yards to go now. They'll be giving four on that last carry. The ball's down at the 37. 9-24 here in the quarter. 21-3, Westall with the lead. Well, Johnson has moved the football. They have. But they just haven't got Moon takes it. He gets about 5-10. Needs to get across the 30. He loses the football, but I think it goes out of bounds. Yep, he got across the 30. It'll be another first down for Johnson. Packers over here talking to his defensive coaches. Yeah, giving him a signal. Yep. At the West Hall 30. And he does get, get to come out. Number 67, Bryce Reed comes in the game for Packard on the line. They'll move the guy out to the linebacker defensive end position. Trey Kuget comes over here as the slot on this side. Anderson on the far side in close. Gomez in the backfield, gets the ball and gets two, three yards across the 30 down to about the 30, or excuse me, the 28, 28. maybe. Second down now and about eight yards to go. Got a score update for you. East for South, the leading Tony Lottie seconds your Jaguars, 37-13 going into the fourth quarter. One of the rare times in second year they've scored points. How about that? Good for them. Well, maybe they're picking up Coach Lottie's offense and now going to have put some athletes in scoring plays. Moon in the shotgun. Gomez off to his right, gives it off to Gomez. Gomez crosses the 25 down to about the 21, about a yard short of the first down. Gomez is running the ball pretty good. Yeah, you know what? And they're taking their receivers and they're, they're stacking them doubles and trips on one side. With no intention of throwing it to them, yeah, they, they're, they're just they're down there. They're trying to crack down and uh, and uh, double team blocks in order to spring the running game. So far, it's been working. Right, they're blocking the second second tier of uh, defense, the linebackers. Third and two, balls at the twenty-two. Got to get to the twenty. Moon trots over outside the hash marks. Now comes back. He'll have Gomez on his left. Anderson split out white. Kugat on the tight end. Going to give to Moon. Moon's going to keep it himself, and he's going to go across and get the first down at the 19. Another first down for the Johnson Knights. Another update for you, Joe and Delonica in the fourth quarter. It is Lumpkin County 24, Union County 13. Wow. How about that? Coach, Coach Webb trying to start off on a good foot here in the second. New quarterback. You know who it is, don't you? Cal Faulkner. Yes. Yep. Chris's son. And we've known him basketball, and I think he, he gave up baseball, and he's playing basketball and uh Football. Yep. Well, this is a big drive for Johnson. I don't think you're going to see him reaching for any field goals here. They need. Yep. They need. They, they, they need, need seven out of this yeah, drive. They do. They exactly. Eight. Well, they've first, had a good drive so far. First down. Ball's inside the 20 to 19. The red zone. Gomez flip flopping comes up on the left side of his quarter. Ball's on the ground. 
that there again, Johnson tried, recovered. Yep, tried well, to go that direct Moon, snap Moon again recovered to it, uh, it, Gomez, it and Moon had to fall on it. What is it about Johnson when they get in the red zone, they forget how to hand off the ball? <laughs> that looked that like happened in the first half, huh? Did it? It did. That would look like it did the same thing. It bounced off Gomez's hands as he was trying to take off, and they snapped it right into his hands, and Moon fell on it. Luckily, it was open enough where he could fall on it. And the play where they, the drive where they got the field goal, they never got in the red zone. Right, and, and now they're about, they lost two yards, so they're back at the 21. Second down, 12. Two receivers on the far side. Moon in motion, being chased. He's going to get away from that man. That's Packard. He's going to slide down on he the ground. It ball again. Ball, it. Off the ball again. He dropped it. They're going to say he's down at the 26. I yeah, believe. he dropped it and he fell on it again. Wow. Holding it out there like a loaf of bread. Yep, and he hit it with his <laughs> knee, I believe, and that knocked it out. He wow. knocked it out of his own hand. Now you're going backwards. Riley Third, Packard 16 the now. The Spartans. From the 21, they lost back out to the, the 26. Yard line. Third down, 17. Third down. Third down. Ryan Phillips telling us his third down. Uh, third I, down a bunch. I may have to bite my tongue because if they don't if they don't convert on this, they may try a field goal. Stacked on the far side, two receivers. One man in the backfield. Moon back to pass, looking, looking, throws it the last second. Going to be short. Threw it at his feet. Threw it at his feet again, incomplete. Yeah, yeah. Bring up fourth down. And what are they going to do? Moon's pass. Well, they Ball's hit a 45-yarder, so. This will be actually less than that if they decide to go that direction. they are. They're, tro- yeah, they're trying bringing new guys. Yeah, yeah. there comes uh, the big man out there. That's going to be, um, who is that defensive man? Edgar Vasquez, number 34, is the kicker. The holder is It'll be a 42-yarder. Oh, now we got got a delay of game, maybe. Came from this side, maybe a substitution violation. I don't know. You got a flag over here. Yep. Sideline side warning. warning against Just West Hall. Just a warning. Yeah, that's the first time that so they, they were too close. 42-yarder from the right hash. First one he hit tonight was 45. This one will be 42. And the same hash, same side, same angle. Snap the hole, the kick is up, and it is. It's good. Good. No good. No, it no. Right off to the left. You didn't see it, Ron, but at the last minute it drifted off to the left. Did no yeah, good. I, I thought it got in there, but it was. Yeah, Remains 21-3 to three with 519 here in the and We're back in one minute more here on 97.5 Glory <laughs> FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Sturm with the ball in his hands, running, trying to break, gets that to the 30, trot out of bounds as a 35. Looked like he wanted to throw it to start with there, and he kind of a broken play. Everybody was spread out, and the defensive, offensive line kept everybody away from him. He was able to get the first down out to about the 35-yard line, so a 15-yard pickup for Sturm. Now, that was the right thing to do. I mean, in, you know, they had that opening. And more quarterbacks probably should do that instead of trying to force one. Oh, he's played a good ball game. He's read the defense well. He's known when to throw it and know when to run it. He does, and as Coach uh, – 
said there at halftime, you got to get get ready for the region schedule coming up here next week. First down and 10 to the 35. Sturm takes it. Looking, looking, throws it right over the middle, short of Packer. He threw it behind threw him, it, too. He did, threw it way behind him. Packer was running down through there. If he threw it up around his chest, I believe he'd have caught it. He wasn't expecting the ball to be thrown that yeah. quick. I think he was supposed so to do a curl route or something. Yeah. He was straight, and the ball landed ball like in his feet behind him, yeah. as Ron said. And so, yeah, probably a curl route. Riley Packard was the guy he was throwing it to, and if the defensive guy had been watching, he could have had a pick. Yep. Yeah, he hit him in the Achilles. Now it's Murano out to this side. Pew out to the far side. Lou in tight. You've got Hayes in behind his behind his quarterback Sturm. He has the football. Sidesteps a guy at the 40. Meets chest to chest with the guy and finally falls forward to the 45. Oh, he got the first to first down if he didn't yes, get he did. it. Yep. They're going to give him the first right, down, so he got 10. Hayes is having another good ball game tonight. Hayes picks up 10 for West Hall. First down. First down, as you heard from Buddy Ryan. And at the 45 now, West Hall Sturm with Hayes off to his left. I think that was Tucker Williams that made the stop. One man for Johnson pulls him down from behind, and another guy finishes him off. And the boy, that, that you wow. see the coaches across the way. They got excited. They ran all the way down the sideline. Charles Cougat led the charge, and then one another Johnson player came in and finished him off. That's a big, that's a big, big loss. About 12 yards. Second down. Second down, 23 now, 22 from their own 33-yard line. Got to get across to the Johnson 45 for the first down. It is second down. Linus Griffith on the play before that that helped bring it down, but then Cougat or Cougat or however he pronounces that last name. They put a lot of pressure on Sturm. Up, oh, flag, flag on the play. Flag. Somebody may have moved. Oh, Johnson Offside got in the neutral zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four minutes, six seconds left here in the third quarter. Offside. No one scored here in this quarter. I guess that's a a good omen for Johnson. They needed to score right yeah. there badly and didn't do it. And that's one of the differences between high school ball and the other levels. Is in high school, if the defense penetrates the the neutral zone. They blow it dead right away. Mm-hmm. College and the pros, they yep. keep playing. You can't get over back in high school. Second down at about 16 now. Sturm has it, throws it right over the middle a little, and he's down on his knee when he caught yeah, it. Yeah, he was on his knees when mm-hmm. he caught it, so it's going to be down right there. So we're Packer. probably going to see another punt. Sturm's screen, screen pass. Yeah, and he lost a yard, Richardson too. Falls incomplete. Went out to Richardson, and they're saying it was down. incomplete, so it's still third down and about 17. 3.48 in the quarter. Yeah, I think he just dropped it. Sturm. That long drive by Johnson, they kept the ball for, what, close to seven minutes? They did. Only West Hall's first try here in the second half. He's third and a bunch. Three wide outs, two to the near side. Sturm takes it. Looks, looks, throwing it long over the top. Got a man battling, and it's out of his bounds, out of his hands. Out of bounds if he to catches Marcus it, Pugh. If he catches it, he's out of bounds. He was under Sturm's pressure that time. He had to hurry his throw. There was just no way to complete that pass. Linus Griffith was on the pressure Johnson. right there, guarding him. One of the safeties or cornerbacks for Johnson. Linus Griffith will be the punt returner, the punt receiver for Johnson. Avila will be the kicker for West Hall. Fourth down at their own 37-yard line. And now we've got a timeout called by West Hall. Mm. 
and on a punt. Yep. Yeah, boy, coaches do not like have to burn a timeout. They were short, short of man timeout. out there. They had to burn a timeout because they were short of person, so timeout, West Hall. It was almost 30 seconds or more here on 97.5 Glory FM. When energy efficiency is done right, the advantages are dramatic. At Jackson EMC, energy efficiency is integrated into every facet of our Right Choice Home program. From how it's designed to the way it's constructed, saving you money each year on your energy bill. Talk to a certified Right Choice Home Builder to learn how energy efficiency is built into every Right Choice Home. Right Choice Homes. Energy efficient. Guaranteed. And only from Jackson EMC. Inside a minute to play down in Atlanta, it is Flyer Branch 31, St. Pius 13. Falcons on the way for their second straight win to start the season. Good for West Hall, after for Flyer Branch, excuse me. That's uh, put them at 2-0. Oh. We'll see them in a few weeks. Yeah, White, White, White County is up on Habersham 34-6. Wow, they went crazy here in the third quarter, didn't they? Yeah. All right, so West Hall will punt the ball. That's Avila. Back deep is number 10, Linus Griffith. High snap, and he caught it. Gets the kick off. Good little kick. Oh, that's a great Griff's kick. Griff's going to take it at the 23. Tries to get around the guy. Goes through one guy. He had a hole. I didn't let go. About the 30. Hits the guy head on. Gets out to about the 32-yard line. So not a long return. But it did a nice, did a nice job. Griff did of catching it as the ball was going away from him. Come back across the field. And gets out to about the 32-yard line for Johnson's next possession with 326. Yeah, yeah, kicked his coverage that time because they, they couldn't get down there and cover it. And he ran east and west. And gained about 10 yards on the, the return, but uh, the the punt was a great one. About 45 yards. Griffin did a nice job of corralling that one because he was going away from him, and he caught it basically over his shoulder yeah. as he was going away from like him. A, like a wide receiver right. almost. Yeah, exactly. All right, so coming out is Demetri Moon. The Moon will come out, and he's got one man beside him. That's Julian Gomez, two wide outs, and a guy in a slot. Nehemiah Anderson is the long target. He takes it. Moon will take it himself. Bounces off a guy. Comes the other direction. He's got a little bit of an opening. Gets about seven yards out to the 40 before being knocked down by several great jerseys. One of those, Kevon Allen. You got no trouble if you're the quarterback telling your receivers apart from everybody, do you? I mean, West Hall on that very, very dark gray. It's not a light gray. It's a dark gray, slate gray. And Johnson and White with that Columbia blue. Got another timeout on the field. Who's it going to be on? Let's see. Oh, well, that's an injury to you got Moon. Got a cramp, maybe. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Well, he's on Moon on the far side of it. Yeah. Now he got way he got tackled that time. He kind of went down funny, mm-hmm. and I think when he got up, he realized that uh, he ain't moving. Yeah, oh, I think I, he's sitting up, but he's not moving his lower extremity, especially his right leg. Yeah, I don't know if it's a cramp or or if he rolled his ankle when it, the way he went down. He went Look, down funny. Oh, it's a cramp the way they're doing it right there. They're holding it up there just like out. a cramp there right there, guys. Trainer out there, and it looks like a cramp, sure enough. Joe's going to say one thing to you. You mentioned that score with White County and Habersham Central. We talk about moral victories a lot of time, also moral losses. And you think about what Habersham Central lost that last-minute ball game last week to Stevens County, mm-hmm. then they're now losing a big way. That's two tough losses for Benji Harrison's team. Oh, it is. It is. Well, that tough one, it's a big, very emotional. The Battle of Curry, he's always an emotional game uh-huh. for them. And they play that the first every year, and it's uh, you know it's one of those games. My buddy Keith Hammond had that game, you know, and and it's a tough way to lose for them. And uh, now they go over to White County, another really you know emotional game for this rivalry. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, why can't he show out up there tonight? That's for sure. Yeah, first final tonight. Congratulations, Lee Coleman. Final yeah. score, Lakeview 57, Athens Christian 14. Wow. Lambert's up on Dawson County, 35-18. Thanks to Nathan for sending that one to us. And also, again, the final score, Fly Branch over St. Pius, 31-13. to th- uh, 13. And Buford is tied with that scoop in Charlotte, North Carolina, 7-7 going into the fourth quarter. Now, I'm going to say something about that, and, and if I get off track, Michael, you can stop me, but these teams that have to travel so far out of state to yeah, play on a teams, Friday night. Uh, to, well, regardless of what day it is, but, you know, I think this is not a school night, if you will, uh-huh. to play teams because the other teams won't play anybody. And I know they want to play tough competition. I understand all that. But the team that came down from what? Uh, Maryland. Maryland last week. And then they had, had a little uh, skirmish. Scrimmage, yeah, skirmish there. And they called the game with like 30 seconds left. And then tonight they have to go to Charlotte, North Carolina to play. They've been to Florida to play. Prince Avenue Christian played in Columbia, South Carolina. Wow. Last Friday night. Charlotte yeah, now that's the, Chattanooga tonight. Yeah, yeah they're the, all over the place. They're like a college team. Now that school in Maryland last week, they had their school has not started yet. So they. So they're, they, they don't, don't play, they didn't start to this week. They don't play a region schedule. They're kind of like IMG. They're not, they're not, not in association right. at all, I was told. Yeah. They're kind of like IMG Academy down yes. in Florida, and they Great just kind of have to play everybody or whoever will play you. And, you know, they're kind of a, a football warehouse, if you will. Well, hey, next Friday night at City Park, Coconut Creek, Florida is coming up from them. Also, yep. Miami yep. to play the Red Elephants. By yep. the way, wow. Guys, they had to stretch out both the Moon's legs. So he I was saw cramping that. in both of them. Wow. It means he didn't get enough fluids in there. Aren't you got a backup quarterback yeah. now? Yeah, you do. Looks like it's going to be Number Grayson five. Higgins. Yeah. And Grayson Higgins is going to be in there. He'll take the snap a little high. Gives off to his running back. Didn't get a good burst there. He got out to the 40, maybe just across the 40. He'll still be a yard short, third and one now. Well, Higgins was the quarterback last year, wasn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah, well, he was. He started he was, there the year, yeah. He was, he was filled in that spot job. this year, but Moon's come in there and done such a good job and done, been able to run the option, if you will. Now, well, it's third and one, so this is kind of huge for Johnson right now. Johnson Look at that big old boy come in for Westall, number 70 right there. Now, he's a he's a load, number 70, Javante Kilpatrick, who's a freshman. He's bigger a than A freshman? Him. Whoa, what is he? How big is he going to be number when he grows seven. up? Wow. He is huge on the defensive line. He probably goes over 300. He's, he's a big old boy. He's a 300-pounder or better. Yep. Grayson Higgins in there at the quarterback position, takes the snap. Takes it himself. He got the first down across the 43 out to the about the well about the 43, but across the 42 out to the foot. Grayson just saw a little bit of an opening Grayson there behind Esperanza and able to take it and got the first down for Johnson. 155 left here in the morning. Tyson Slipper gave him a hip throw to take him down to the turf. They're still working across the way on Moon. He's over there by the track. They're gonna start feeding them boys more electrolytes, aren't they? Absolutely. Now he's up. Now he's up trotting. Trotting so around. Good. I, I would be a bit surprised somebody gave him some IV stuff after this game. For sure. You know, saying IV, Mike and I saw that all about a little bit during summer baseball, didn't we, yes, buddy? Yes, we did. <laughs> the Mike Owings. All right. Grayson Higgins takes the snap, rolls out to the right side, looks, 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 going to keep it, keep going, keep going, throws it to the last second, intercepted almost. In and out Got a flag, but it's side judge from this side. Kevon Allen almost picked it. Kevon Allen almost intercepted it. Higgins pass falls incomplete. Nearly picked off by Kevon. I think it's on Johnson. They'll probably decline that. They had an eligible receiver downfield. That's what it looked like he was signaling there. The official looking over at. 
Coach Montgomery asking you, I was an ineligible receiver well, on Johnson. That's what happened when Higgins was having to scramble. Yep. Wind up with too many guys down the field or an alignment going down. Not eligible. They got to stay within their blocking area, I think. Well, you got 80 seconds left in the third quarter, which thus far has been scoreless. Yeah. Well, well, what it is, you can't be more than three yards downfield. First down, 15 yards to go. When the ball is thrown. I'm a little surprised they didn't just decline it and take the loss of down, but first and 15. They figured with a backup quarterback in there, what the heck. Balls at the 30. Move them back a little bit. Grayson. Walks all the way over to the hash mark to get the sign. And it looks like Demetri Moon's going to come back yeah, in the yeah, game I was now. Say, it looks Grayson's like going to stay in the receiver. Higgins is lined up at tight end. Yep, Higgins lined up at the receiver. You've got Gomez right to the right of Demetri Moon. Demetri takes the snap, looks, throws immediately on the far side, caught it at the 42, and immediately the ball came out. And I think Johnson fell on it right there at the 42. I think, I think he's calling it incomplete. Uh, they did. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's an incomplete pass. I think he didn't have time enough to hold on to it and do what they call make a football move with it. Just kind of went into his hands. He might have had possession up for a half a second, but could not hang on. We're just going to call it an incomplete pass. Ball's back at the 39, 74 seconds now. Second down. It'll bring it up second 15. down. That West Hall front four is pretty good. Yep, they're not bad at all. Hale and Packard on one side, making some noise. Rainey, Maynard. It's even tough for Johnson to run up the middle. Yep. Have to go off tackle around the end there. One man in motion, that's Griffith. We're going to pitch to Griffith. Griffith, 35 to the 40. Got a little opening out to the 45. Maybe the 46-yard line. So he got about seven yards, but he's still pitch. short of the first down. It'll be uh, third down now and about stop again for the nine, eight. That was a like. two. I'm sorry, Joe. That was a two-handed pass by pitch by Moon. It looked like a basketball pass. He had it chest high and just shoveled it out there with two hands. Yeah, like, and it, it kind of knuckleballed back to him. Those kind of get dropped sometimes. Looked like a Joe Gailey handoff, didn't it? Third down and eight now. One man in motion going to give it off to the running back, Gomez. He's going to get across the 50, but short of the first down. With 32 seconds remaining in the quarter, he banged into Nick cramp. Davidson. Got another cramp on the ball carrier right Davidson there. For the Spartans. But they may not have to snap it before the quarter ends, and uh, they're not. I don't. I don't think they're going to punt it here. I think they're going for this at midfield. Fourth down and about three. 15 seconds left. They're standing around. They, they started the, the play clock, so that'll be the Spartan end hands. of. Well, Johnson's coming up there like they want to do something quickly, don't they? Well, they're looking Six, at the coach still. Five, three. Now he's headed to the sideline. Head to the sideline. That'll be your quarter right there. West Hall still leads it 21 to 3. And we're back to the fourth and final quarter in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, 
than the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville, Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville, Gainesville. We also want to let you know that the well, four fingers are in the air now. We get ready for the fourth and final quarter. West Hall, they're going to take a little extra time here. The cramps are set here in that quarter. They've sent the guys back over to the sidelines. Mike is going to get a little bit extra water break before the fourth quarter starts. Johnson with a decent looking little drive there, and then they had uh, a little bit of a problem, and that's fourth and about seven. Thought they were going to have a nice looking little drive, and then it stalled out again there, Gary. I think they probably, unlike you, I think they'll go for it. Um, well, you know, 18. Th this is about three drives they've had that for various reasons have stalled out. Yep. And they've looked good at times moving the ball, mm -hmm. but it's they can't close the deal. We can't go back to how the second half's been played, guys. Johnson gets the kick off the start of the second half. They missed that field goal attempt. West Hall gets it. They can't do anything. Now Johnson's got it. That's been the third quarter play. Well, and the thing is, you know, the, 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 the shame for Johnson or the bad thing for Johnson is they had it for seven minutes and couldn't score. You know, if they get a long, yeah. a long drive without using that much time, they got them in tight, guys. They're going to go for it. It's fourth down and four after they flop it around. I missed that. That's that fourth and eight. It's fourth and four. They're going to go up the middle with Moon trying to get the push, and I believe he's going to be really close to it. Boy, he's really Two close. Two side judges West. are running in. The guy on the far side looks like he's going to be marking it good. Uh, West Hall saying they that they've stopped him, but we may see a rare chain. Yeah, he got a he got a favorable spot, no question about it. I think he got it where they spotted him. And Gary, last year, the only time we saw the chain crew come out all last year was at West Hall. Yeah, I I recall that we didn't have. Here he comes after night. Many or any up there. there. Oh, Harrison's going to move him out of the way. He called I mean, this is going to be really, really, really close. I'm like I'm like Ron. He got a real favorable spot. The Johnson coach was saying, "Yeah, he got it." The West Hall player was saying, "No, he didn't." We're, gonna, we're about to find out. I yeah, got we a, are. I got a quarter in my pocket. Can we flip it and see what we got here, guys? Stretch yeah. it out. Here comes it's going to be chains. really close. Stretching the it chains. out, and it's going He's to gonna be, be short. He's short. Short by inches. Wow. I'm talking less than three inches, guys. But yeah, I was gonna say about three or four chain lengths. Yep. About, the, about the length of the, of the football from the stripe to the end. Wow, amazing. He got a favorable spot and still was a tad short. Maybe maybe two or three, maybe four inches at the most. Well, again, we bragged on the West Hall defensive front, and they got they got some beef up there. They got yeah. some yeah. size. They, uh, they I did. tell you what, that was that was a wrestling match there, though. When you got to give. Uh, you got to give Moon credit. He he really took on those big guys and tried to get it. Sturm will come back in at quarterback. He's got his steady running back, Elijah Hayes, there on his left. Three receivers looking to throw it. Got a guy open in the middle. That is going to be Pew. Pew caught it at the 45, down to the 40. 15-yard pickup, Brent's first down. Pass is complete across the middle to Marcus Pugh. They did pretty well in the in the middle of the field, guys, on that Charles soft opening. The way that the Johnson's the playing Knights. defensively and been able to hit four or five passes there in the middle of the field tonight. Reception was good for 14 yards. Could have been the, probably seven or eight, first but they down. dropped a couple. Stern back with Hayes right behind him. 
got Pugh, Altamirano out to this side. Alou out to the far side, throwing it right over the top end completely. Tried to go right there to one of the, uh, is that number nine, Hale? Yeah, and Hale pass. was lined up at a tight end. One of the Johnson DBs was a little oh, shy. He was looking, and he looked up and said, oh, my goodness, here it comes. If he'd have been about two seconds quicker, he might have had a pick. Yeah, yep. because that ball was well overthrown. Oh, yeah, it was, and it was hanging up there, Ron. Mm -hmm. Ten receiver was Hayes, and he came out of the backfield that time. Second down, 10 yards to go, ball on the 40. Oh. Missed the handoff. Hayes went the wrong direction. Sturm's got it, trying to get away from people down inside the 40, down to the 36. And the flag. And a flag. flag comes in late. A couple Prince of guys jawing at each other. Edgar Vasquez. Another flag comes to fly. I think it was some words exchanged yep. there. Got flags on the play. Well, we Check heard Bo Harrison at the at the start of the game. He likes to take control of the game, and he warned them about you know you got something to say, say it to us. Yep, he said play with your shoulder pads, not with your mouth. Both flags now coming in there at the forty yard line. This may be offsetting. Let's see. I think they're going to be on West Hall. Is what they're looking West at. West Hall looks like right they're now. going backwards. Yep. Yep. They're going marching off against West Hall. Yes, it's going to be a 10-yarder. 10-yarder must I've be a hold. I've not seen a hold. Yeah, it is a hold on West Hall. And they're going to, yep, holding against West Hall. It'll back them up to the 50. Second down and 20 now. Two guys out wide to the far side, one to the near side. Packard in close, gives it to Hayes. Hayes across the 50, the 45. 40 gets knocked down. Good tackle by the Johnson defender right there, number 28. He got the penalty yardage back. Eric uh, I think Alvarado. It was 26. 26. Yeah, it looked like an eight. Riley Emmett, uh, 5, 720 pounds off. 5, 720 pounds of him. All 120 pounds of him. And Richardson lowered his shoulder. I don't think he needed to do that. He looked like he was looking for contact. Okay. Well, it is football after all. Yep. Hayes in the backfield right behind his quarterback, Sturm. Three wide outs, just like we had a moment ago. Sturm looks, looks, a little bit of a block, throws over the middle. Oh, in and out. He wanted to run again before he caught it. He had it right in his hands, and he looked away right at the last second. I don't know, was that Altamirano? Yeah, number 12. Number 12, yeah, Altamirano. Uh, West Hall is not Sturm's content to sit down. They, they want to score again. Yep, they do. And coverage. 10.39 left here in regulation. Now, you could punt them in a hole here if you so desire. Fourth and ten. Stern in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Looking, looking, looking. Got one coming on him. Oh, blindside. Oh, he got away from him. How did he do that? Stern still on the move. Looking now, number 34, the big man, Alvarado. Now that could have been called a horse collar. Alvarado got him and threw him down at the 49-yard line. Another loss. And it will be Johnson's football. First and ten. Yeah, yep. well, he's not getting away from Edgar Vasquez. Yep. He got away from one of Vasquez. I'll tell you what, that came close to a horse collar, too. Yeah, Vasquez over there and got a hold of him and pulled him down from behind. He got out of the one guy. He got away from, uh, was that number seven, I believe, for Johnson? Sire Bryce. Got away and they from got, him. That's a big loss and, all yeah, the way and, back and, to the other side of the 50. And this is a real shot for the Knights now. They're, yeah. they're right on the 50. Just across it in West Hall territory on the 49 and a half. Moon takes it. Sprints out to the far side to the 45. First down to 45, 40. Down inside to 40 to about the 30, 
Nope, they're going to say the full right on the 40 is going to be about a yard short. We'll give you a quick score, guys, guys. Fourth quarter, Buford on top of Mallard Creek, North Carolina, 10-7. And Adairsville has beaten Cherokee Bluff, 21-7. 0-2 now for Cherokee Bluff. Tough way for them in that home opener. Second down. About a yard to go for Johnson. Moon takes it. Ball's on the ground. Johnson, Johnson got it. Wow, number 12, Julian Gomez. They've Gomez had three had miscues. And all they lost that, one. That and ball got looked two like back. it laid there for a, a long time before anybody got on it. Well, the turnover gremlins continue to rise up Ryan out of the turf and grab Johnson around the throat. That wasn't a turnover, but it sure did rob you of a down, didn't it? Yep, third yep. down now, through about four yards to go back at the 37 or 44 yard line, excuse me. Moon takes it, rolls out to the right. Saw a little opening, got the first down, down to the 35. Good job by Dimitri, went in there behind Esperanza and Rosales. He's over that cramp now. He was, yeah. he was moving pretty good. I was thinking the same thing, Ron. Yeah, he's back from the cramp and looking good. But time is starting to be a factor now. You're still three scores down. And we've got a, we got a timeout. We've got a Johnson player down on the far side, gentlemen. Yeah. Again, could be a cramp. Ron, see who it is. I couldn't tell. Both teams will come to the sideline. Mike, if you want to take a 30-second timeout or something, but both teams are at the side. And I think they're going to tell them to take water. a water break. They're All taking right. their helmets take a off. Look, guys. We're back. We're back one minute with more high school football here from Westall on 97.5 Glory FM. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Securities, no contract, and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Uh, the backbone of the people that, uh, that were there for many we years, and they just, they're, they're still. We're back here. At West Hall High, and let's hope it's just a cramp there on the sidelines. Yeah, he got, looks like he's up and over there. Uh, looks like they're still stretching him out, or he's stretching out on his own right now. Doesn't look like they're doing any ice or treatment or anything on him, so that's a good sign. Looking like a big lineman didn't get a number. Johnson will come up. They got it first and 10 from the West Hall 36-yard line. Moon in the gun, takes it, hands off to Gomez. Gomez. Going to go across right behind Arroyo and Rosales. Gain about a yard, and that's and maybe it. Maybe a yard out to the 35, maybe. And Second down. Gomez is slow to get up, but I think it's because there were so many people around him. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Crofton Montgomery is not happy with his offense in the second half. That's the way he talked at halftime, guys. He was saying, you know, should be 35 to nothing. Well, guess what? Nobody has scored any points here in the second half. They got to be disappointed that. Luckily, Johnson has shot themselves in the foot in this half and not helped them out any. They hadn't helped themselves out. 
They've helped out West Hall's defense, if you will. Second down, Moon's going to keep it, try to come around this way. Almost got torn down by the shoes and then gets about a yard Moon on the quarterback up keeper. to the 34-yard line. You guys remember this, too. This is only the third position for, for the Johnson. Spot. West Hall's only had the ball twice here in the second half. Yep. And we're, and we're one. Yeah, that one was uh, Williams and Altamirano combining on that last stop. Only gave him a few yards. Another third big down. third down. Yep. Third and seven. Of course, Johnson had that long seven-minute drive and came only empty there to start the third quarter. That would have been huge yeah. if they could have got points in that one. Yeah, that's, and that, that really hurts when you keep the ball that long and then come up dry. Moon, Gomez to his left. Two wideouts on the far side. Going left to right here in this quarter. Moon rolls out to the left. Looks, looks, looks. Those at the last second. Uh, in and out of the hands of his intended receiver over there. And the receiver was <laughs> trying to trying to eyeball the sideline and the ball at the same time and couldn't manage either one. I think that was pretty good coverage over there by number zero, Tamarius Grimes. No, that was uh, Zach six. Wagner. Six. Six. Or was it Wagner? Six. You can't tell some of these numbers when they fold over in the front. Well, oh, yeah, especially when they do that. Dark gray, dark, dark gray uniforms with navy blue on white, with white outline numbers, and they're hard for us to see. Yeah, big old number 70's back in there. Yep. They go load over there, defensive tackle on the right side. Moon in a quarterback. Down. Takes the snap. Faked it. Hell in a hurry. Threw it late. They catch it. Nope. They're going to say dropped incomplete. It. He dropped it. He couldn't oh, hang man. on to it. He was in a crowd. That was Anderson right there that almost caught it. If he had caught it, he had a first down, but he dropped it. And that'll make it out. Well, that, was, down. that was Matt Hale putting a lot of pressure on him. Number yeah. nine back there. I mean, he yeah. hit him as he threw it. That was a good pass considering the pressure. You know, a little Dimitri, if he winds up getting learning how to pass the football, guys, he's going to be a threat both ways. Right now he's just kind of with a run. Well, I think they did the right thing to get the ball in the hands of their best athlete right every every play. Well, here we are, West Hall again. Let's see if they can score. Nobody's been able to do that this half. Sturmick quarterback. Looks like he's got Elijah Hayes out there to his left. Three wideouts, two on the near side. Stern gives it to Hayes. Hayes, stutter steps, 30, 40, 45, 50. Got him, man. He's going to go all the way. 20, 15, 10. Touchdown. A 60. Seven. Seven. Seven yard run. 67-yard. He stutter stepped around the 35, 38-yard line. One guy hit him about the 44, and it was off to the races. And that's what West Hall needed right there. Yep. A one and done. They thought they were going to keep it in there tight, and it didn't happen. That's 27 to 3. West Hall available will come in, push them up to 28 to 3, or attempt to. That was a backbreaker really bad there. There's going to be a timeout West Hall, so didn't have enough personnel or the right personnel will fail. Again, again on yep. special teams of having to burn a timeout. Well, West Hall will get a timeout right there. Uh, We'll keep it right here again. After the game, we'll join GNN's new show, Georgia's Friday Night Lights with Chester Proctor, who is basically the reincarnation of Tommy Palmer trying to follow in Tommy's footsteps. Tommy went home Can't a couple that. of years ago because of cancer. No, there, nobody can be another Tommy Palmer. That's right. That's yeah. right. And uh, Chester Proctor is a host, and I'll be back as soon as I can. If not, we'll have the show until midnight, then we'll have things tomorrow morning. LeBron and I on the Saturday morning sports show starting at 9.05. Until Nathan, I'll be back as soon as I can. We'll get through the traffic and 
head back home as soon as possible. We can talk to some coaches. Well, hope we talk with Jason Tester, Heath Webb. Also, we'll talk with Josh Niblett and more coming up hopefully this evening on the final score. Uh, Elijah Hayes, what, had 180 yards in the game last week, and now I, I, he's going to be well over 100 now with that run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah, easily. He was getting close anyway. I think, I think he was over pushing, it before that. But. Pushing close to two, you never know. Avila's in. Oh, they're actually, it looks like they're going for two, aren't they? Yeah, they got them spread out there. Sturm's in the backfield. I don't know why they'd be going for two, but they are. Interesting. Sturm, one guy behind him. That looks to be Hale. They're going to give it to Hale. Hale's going to walk in untouched for the two-point conversion, 29-3. to And we're back in one minute with more high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. Just like fine artists use different brushes and styles to create their art, grill masters use different techniques and equipment to create their masterpieces. And that's why we carry a variety of top quality grills at Autry's Ace. Yes, everyone seems to have their own style. We have Traeger and Blackstone grills, along with a full line of green egg. And we're happy to announce the addition of Napoleon grills at Autry's Ace. For those that want to take their grilling game to the next level, come by and see these beauties. Napoleon grills stand apart and they're built to last. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Hi, everybody. Gary Glenn here along with lead pastor at McKelvey Road United Methodist Church, Tyler Jackson. And Tyler, what excites you about being part of the community? We enjoy finding new ways to love and support our community from engaging with local schools to supporting children and families in need, as well as partnering with other local organizations so that we can do more good together. We love any and every opportunity to make the love of Jesus real to everyone. You can learn more at McEverUMC.org. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Uh, Villa's out there to, to kick it, so he wasn't hurt or anything. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And time for the kickoff. See how far he kicks it. Is it are we on? Yes, we are. Oh, I'm sorry. Avila <laughs> back to kickoff to put it back in the end zone again. Johnson, a couple of guys date back there. Uh, he gets it high Edgar and Vasquez, deep. Vasquez, one of the guys, the ball's going to land about two yards deep in the end zone for a touchback. And that's and a good high kick. Yeah. The uh, they all but one has been in the end zone tonight. And they'll have it first and ten at the 20, Johnson will, to start their next possession with 7.36 here left in this fourth quarter. West Versailles, excuse me, uh, West Versailles, Marietta. Tied at 13 for what I'm looking at. Cherokee and Etowah tied at 10. Both of those teams, I think, lost last weekend. Keeping up with the Cherokee County Schools. They post them the night after the games, and I read them the next morning. First and 10 at the 20. Dimitri Moon. Julian Gomez off to his left. Moon rolls out to the right under pressure. Throws it to the last second. In and out of the hands. And, uh, yeah, they're going to have two flags come in there. It was late coming in, but number one, Nick Davidson, looked like he pushed him as he went up to try and maybe catch the ball. So he's going to be called for pass interference, and it'll give him another first down, I believe, gentlemen. Yep, it would do that. Pay 15 yards. Yep. Yeah, it's not a spot foul in, in high school. It's 15 yards no matter what. From the uh, from the pre previous spot. Yep, from the line of scrimmage. We'll make it out to the 35, which that's where the flags are. <clears throat> First down by penalty. 
pass interference is the call against the Spartans. Out to the 35, it'll be first down and 10 now to 35 for Johnson. The first that wasn't a bad looking pass. Now, hell was all over Demetri Moon again. He threw yeah, it. It yeah, wasn't a bad pass, that. though. Yeah, he threw that one under duress for sure. Three wide outs, two on the near side. Anderson and Kuget. Moon back. Rolls out to the right a little bit. Throws it in the middle. Complete. Right there to Anderson. The 40. The 45. The 50. And he's caught. He's still on his feet. Gets knocked down. About the 49-yard line, I think, is where they're going to say. Yeah, 49-yard line of Westall. I don't think they ever brought him down. I think they finally just knocked him out of bounds. Yep. That was a nice little pass right there. Anderson had a nice route into the middle, caught it cleanly, and then started his run, advanced on out to the 49-yard line of Westall. 7-11 now here in the fourth quarter. Moon. Yeah, they'd love to get a score before this is over just to give them something to feel good about going into next week. Moon in to take the snap, he does. Drops back, throws it right over the middle. Oh, in and out of the hands of the receiver. He reached up with two hands and tried yep. to bring it down yep. too hard. He wound mm -hmm. up slapping it away from his body yes. instead of cradling it. Well, it was intended, intended for Zach Wagner. Zach Wagner, yeah, we'll number or excuse me, their number five, Grayson Higgins, was the yeah. intended receiver. Wagner on defense, on the defending. Lambert over Dawson County, 14-11 in the third quarter. Demetri Moon goes over, gets his play, walks back out to the shotgun position behind his center, John Arroyo. Rolls out to the right, coming right at us. Throws it the last second. Almost intercepted by Wagner. He was trying to hit Anderson, but he threw that one like three yards yeah, away he, from Anderson. Again, Zach Wagner. Again, he's struggling to throw on the run. Yeah, he was just trying to get rid of that one. Yeah, but he almost he almost got rid of it to the other team. Yeah, I can tell you, Joe, that I missed a couple of games. Not one good, one bad. I picked Cherokee Butch to be at Daresville. The Tigers win. I picked. Late you to fall in. What a great win for Lee Coleman. Yeah. Uh, Gainesville over Mountain View in the third quarter, it says. Gordon score Atlanta 14 to 7. That's right. <clears throat> Johnson, third down. 10 yards to go from the West Hall 49. Moon splits the two guys out to this side, one to the far side. Gomez beside him. Back to throw. Not as much pressure, throws it over the top complete, but hit immediately at the 44-yard line. And that, and was that was Higgins Higgins had caught it. Yeah, Higgins caught it, but got hit immediately, I believe. There's Wagner. Wagner, Wagner, Wagner that hit him. Yep. Yep. Fourth and five or thereabouts. North Forsyth, guys, got their field cleaned up, hosting Forsyth Central in their first home game of the season. They're up 27 to 17. They did a nice job getting that field ready after the really? high winds came through there. They said they'd probably missed two games. They only missed one. How about that? Fourth down, five yards to go down. Balls on the 44-yard line. Uh, it was either Wagner or Hale. That six and that nine are blending together. Right there together, yeah. yeah. Now they're back in there. Looks like the Gomez is off to his side, and Meek Moon's going to keep it. Got a little bit of an open. He's going to have the first down, 35, 30, 
Trying to run over here to the side, the 20, the 25, the 10, and pushed out of bounds around the nine. Pugh finally shoved him out. How about that? Otherwise, that was six. Moon just outran everybody, guys. I mean, it's speed. Just took off. Gary, this will be so huge to me just looking ahead to next week. So the Knights are back at home. The Dungeons and Bill Hills Memorial Stadium against East Hall. Big, big, another non-region game, but a big cross-towny rival game between the Knights and the Vikings. And we're at Chesterton. Yep, yes, we, we are. Got we got White County, White County at Chesterton next week. White County with a big win tonight. Call Joe's right here at the nine. 534 left in regulation. First, first down and goal. Running there, running back beside him. It looks, looks like it is Mata. Throw it over the yeah. top, throws it short to Anderson. Yeah, he one-hopped him. Yeah. And he was open. It looked like he was anyway. That was Gomez back there after the block for him. Gomez has been back there all night. Linus Griffith on the outside falls incomplete. Second and goal. Second down goal at the nine now. Where, or excuse me, Moon over there looking, getting his signs from the offensive coaches. We'll come back out. And Gomez will be to his left. You got Lemos over here to split out 